bum 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 ha bum 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 ha bum 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 ha she's got a smile that it seems to me reminds me of childhood memories when everything was as fresh as a black blue sky whoa 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 sweet <laughs> child of mine hey yo what is going on everyone welcome to the man cave 101 podcast episode six i am one of your hosts abel along with me tonight man in the chair a a ron how we doing tonight a a ron except your mic is muted <laughs> i'm talking now sorry morning <laughs> morning up, morning evening afternoon folks how we doing how we doing <laughs> with us live from the man cave leo how we doing leo what up what up what up what up what up and live from somewhere else in New York, Big Chase. How we doing? <laughs> hey, good evening, good evening, folks. What's going on? All right, so let's get into it again. This is the Man Cave One Hundred and One Podcast, Episode Six, where we talk about everything nerdy. We talk about some sports. We talk about how angry we are at certain companies for messing up our comic stuff, which we're going to get into. Um, um. <laughs> we like to review some shows on here. We like to review some comics. We like to review some movies. So uh, if you like this content and you're with us, please like, comment, subscribe on our YouTube channel, Man Cave One Hundred and One Podcast, and on our Facebook. Um, and then, as always, uh, this is a podcast where we are going to be uh, talking about spoilers, uh, a lot of spoilers. We hold nothing back. And with also holding nothing back, we are going to curse. We are going to say things people might not like. If it's not for you, whatever. Leo. Stay here anyway and listen to our crap. It's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. As, 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 Leo yep. li as Leo likes to say, we hope y'all put the kitties to bed, even though it's only 8 o'clock. Right, because we are going to say some stuff. <laughs> um, obviously, we're going to be drinking. There might be some vaping and smoking. So uh, by all means, if you got them, drink them. Uh, with that, let's start the night off right. Nice little toast. Cheers, everyone. With that said, we're going to go to Leo for the comic corner. Leo, take it away. What up? Good evening, ladies and gents. How's everybody doing? I'm doing great. Yay. <laughs> Yay. All right. We were going to start off this comic corner uh, with Avengers number 55. Uh, it is the first team appearance of the of a new serpent society so that's one of the one of the older for the avengers to be battling with and the artist is javier garen and J and the writer is jason aaron and uh excuse me right now because i am going to mess up names so right. i've been drinking a little bit early yep. I've been we have drinking. we, I've we been have been drinking <laughs> we do uh leo we we've come up with a new point system uh every time you get a name wrong and we verify it you have to take a shot so uh good luck i'll start getting these things right now okay <laughs> <laughs> the next book is captain america zero it's a premiere issue for the 10th captain america series series that we've had 10 that's a longevity, people. <laughs> and this is number zero. One of my favorite cover artists, Alex Ross. You've he is amazing. If you've seen any of his work, follow him on Facebook or um or Twitch. He does a lot of live shows. Also, the writer is Tachi. Oh, 
I'm gonna have to take a shot. <laughs> or, or Bucci. I think that's right. Oni Bucci is my guess. Oni Oni Bucci. Yeah, that's that that dude. Yeah, nobody else. Oni Bucci. <laughs> Oni Oni Bucci. Oni, Oni Bucci. <laughs> uh, the next book we have is Hulk number six. Uh, the first full appearance of the Titan Hulk. Also, that is sick uh, cover. yes, it is, bro. It reminds me of a Scotty Young cover, mm. but I was looking at it and I was like, "Oh no!" Hey, this yo, dude. what's uh, look at Aaron? Aaron uh, supported his local uh, comic book shop. Support today. your local comic book hey, shop. Yo. Hey yo, we got yes. it. <laughs> yes, gentlemen. Yes, yes. Uh, and uh, the cover artist is Ryan Alley. Uh, the writer is Diane, uh, Donnie Cates. Yeah, I got one right. Hey, uh, <laughs> bing bong, bing bong. <laughs> uh, the next book we have is Spidey Gwen, uh, Gwen verse two. It's the first appearance of Captain America, Gwen Stacy, a previous version of appearance of cameos of Gwen Stacy. Uh, it's oh, uh, in 2020 was the first appearance of Wolverine, full appearance of Wolverine in this one. And Gwen oh, Stacy. We feel very passionate about this cover tonight. Yes. Agreed. <laughs> that, hey, that, is a cover to be, that is a cover to be passionate about. Passionate. <laughs> nice. Okay, I'm going to get a, take another shot. The writer is... <laughs> oh, come the on, you writer, can't get this? Wait, wait. Okay, the writer is Tim Seeley. And uh -huh. the art, the cover artist is David you. Nakayama. Hey! Oh, oh, you know what? I'm, I'm, even if that's wrong, I'm gonna give it to you. I think that was right, though. <laughs> right. Yo, right. the day one of these artists slide into one of these shows and sees us butcher their name, <laughs> we're gonna. <laughs> oh boy! Oh, get, they're gonna have to live with it. <laughs> okay, the hot cover of the week, ladies and gentlemen, none and only the Todd Father. Oh, Good God. Oh, good God. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the cover artist is <laughs> the cover artist is Francisco Mayhem uh Martin Martina. I gotta put the little Spanish accent into it. Martina. 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 But this is spawn number 329. I think it's coming out in May of the eleventh. May eleventh. So, yeah, so Pick that up, and Todd is bringing out a lot of good content and a lot of good books, and he's bringing them out early. He does not care about print runs. He's not – he just putting them out, bring, letting the artists do what they do, and this is the result that you get for these covers, and it's amazing. Tom McFarlane's a bad man. Yes, it is. Ladies and gentlemen, first time we're doing a giveaway on Man Cave. Hey yo. hey yo! Hey yo! We're doing a, a giveaway for the YouTube watchers and followers. Please, from here, if you're watching and following, please go to YouTube, like, subscribe, comment, and let us know what you think of the podcast, and let us know what you want us to talk about in the next future episodes or the next episodes. But make sure that you comment, like, and subscribe. And on Sunday. We will have a winner, and we will announce it. And I will let you guys see the book that you guys want. So please, Ooh. like, follow, and subscribe. I'm excited. All right, there we go. Yes. Like, comment, subscribe. Mm -hmm. please. Yes, please, please. Mm -hmm.
Can I make like a false, like, you know, <laughs> no. I'm gonna be really honest. Can you just give me a comic book that has that cover with Jim Carrey on it? Like, I'm fine with just that. Like, I miss, I, just, I actually just. I just went to go see Sonic 2, and uh, I'm all about Jim Carrey right now. So, uh, by all means, that good? Yeah, yo, I love Sonic 2, but we'll we'll talk about that because uh, you know Jim Carrey. That's yeah. funny because the co- the cover artist on this page is uh, Aaron Jacobs. And uh... <laughs> <laughs> wait, uh, Leo, how, can you pronounce that? Aaron Jacobs. Aaron Jacobs. Oh right. my god! Fantastic, right. fantastic. So now uh, we are going to go to uh, sports. Aaron, what's going on out there? Wait, Talk hold up, us. hold up, hold up! You cheating oh. me? Oh god! Where's my shot? Oh man! Yeah, yeah. He came. He came there's violence. There's violence tonight. Yeah. Yes. Violence. violence. Gratuitous violence. Always. Gratuitous violence. I choose violence. Oh god! Oh man! This is going to get rough. All right. All right. <laughs> Aaron. All right. So uh, sports, you know, it's uh, I'm going to keep it a little concise this week. Only three things. Well, really two things to talk about with a with a segue from the second one. So uh, the first thing I want to mention is um, actually just came out yesterday. So um, I don't know if everybody heard, but uh, star wide receiver from the San Francisco 49ers, uh, Debo Samuel requested a trade yesterday. Uh, it became official. He basically leaked it to the media that he requested a trade from the 49ers. Um, the interesting part about the story is that most of the time when a player requests a trade, um, like Tyreek Hill or somebody like that recently who got traded to Miami, um, it's usually because of pay or something along those lines. Uh, the 49ers are actually willing to, you know, make a contract offer to Debo Samuel, but he actually didn't even want to hear it from them. He cut off all contract negotiations. Mm-hmm. Um, so the interesting part about that is that, um, you know, he allegedly is telling people that the reason why he's going to, he wants to leave the team or get traded is because he doesn't like his usage within the San Francisco offense. Um, so basically, I don't know if you guys, I, I know you guys maybe don't follow football as much as I do, but basically I'll summarize it for everybody here. Uh, during the 2021 season, Samuel had a historical year. Uh, he basically was a pseudo wide receiver and running back for the team. Uh, he was a pro bowler. He had 1,400, uh, 1400 yards uh, receiving and six touchdowns. Uh, he also added 365 yards rushing along with eight touchdowns on the ground. Um, so he accounted for 28%, 20, 28% of San Francisco's total offense last year went, ran through Debo, Debo Samuel. Damn. Doesn't sound like a lot, maybe 28%, but he was a bulk of their offense for most that's of the season. 28% for the whole offense? Yeah, that's, a that's, what, that's, that's a lot. Um, <laughs> So, I completely get it. <laughs> so I think I, I think I think the interesting part here is that if you look at it from Debo Samuel's perspective, right? Uh he wants to be a wide receiver. He he really wants to play a receiver. He doesn't really want to play the running back role, even though he obviously has the talent and capability to do it, right? Um, but the thing about it is longevity. If you play running back in the NFL, your lifespan is a lot shorter than it is if you play wide receiver. You take a lot more hits. So it, from Debo's perspective, I think the 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 perception is, um, you know, less usage, less hits on his body will mean he'll be able to sign another max contract <laughs> after this contract, and then um, <laughs> he must. It's hate really being, the comment for me. He must hate being a number one. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that's freaking awesome. Yeah, it's seriously though. Um, but 
I, I think from his perspective, he's looking at, he wants to get his, he's 27 years old. So he'll want to get paid this time around. And then after this four or five year contract, he gets, it gets his up. He'll be 31 years old and he'll be looking for one more contract. Whereas if he plays running back more so, or this like tweener role, this dual role, he's really guaranteeing himself one contract. And then the next one might not be so lucrative because of all the damage his body's taken being a running back. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. Listen, I, I completely get it, man. Listen, at this point in his career, he's building his legacy. And, you know, you know they, they want him to put him in a function where he works, but it's not a function that's going to add to his empire. So at this point, they obviously can't see eye to eye about where he's supposed to be and where he wants to go. They want to pay him more money. And he's like, hey, no, he wants to do what he wants to do. And he's at a point in a career where he can do that. So I, sure. I completely get it. For sure. Yeah, I get it, especially if you're doing 28% of the, <laughs> of the <Yeah>. work. <laughs> Pay me. Pay me. <laughs> yeah, he definitely he definitely wants to get paid, especially he saw all the money that went to receivers this year, like Tyreek Hill signed a big deal. Yeah. Devontae Adams signed a big deal. So he sees all that money floating around. He's like, yo, I'm 28% of the offense. Like, I deserve my money as well. Totally understood. You know, I'm, I'm all about, listen, players deserve to get paid at the end of the day. These guys are billionaires playing, paying millionaires, and they deserve their money as, as much as the next guy. You know what I, I mean? I feel like the 49ers are having like a weird offseason, right? Like, aren't are they in a little trouble? Like, I feel like I don't know I if they're like... in trouble because they have a great coach, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. But they're going to it's interesting because they didn't trade Jimmy Garoppolo, which everybody thought was going to happen. Yeah, for real. So now That's Jimmy Garoppolo is still there. They drafted this running back, uh, this quarterback last year, Trey Lance, who everybody seems to like. He's a young, talented kid. Um I don't think anybody really knows, though. Like, I, don't, I wouldn't say they're in trouble. I would say that if they ended up trading Debo Samuel. By the way, New York Jets, the phone lines are open. Make a trade. Sorry. Um, um, that's, just, that's just me as a Jets fan. Make the trade. That's all I'm saying. If he's available, make the trade. Um, I would I would say that if they lose Debo Samuel, he's going to be a big piece to have to replace. Obviously, twenty eight percent of the offense you can't you you can't just replace that in a in a in a draft or you know what I mean. Or, mm-hmm. You know, finding lightning in a bottle twice in the NFL is kind of tough. You don't always replace those guys with guys. It's interesting to to get a, a younger guy in there and have him on a smaller deal for a longer period of time. But you know, you don't always get that lucky. You know, with players like that. So. It'll be interesting to see where it goes from here. I'm hoping if, if he gets traded, the Jets have all the draft capital in the world. So I'm saying I want them to make a trade. If if, if it happens, it happens. I'm gonna I'm not gonna get my hopes up though. So for real. Um I will pivot that into the NBA playoff picture. Um so the NBA playoffs started and um it's been kind of crazy. So uh, I'm just gonna go down the list. So currently uh Phoenix, uh the Phoenix Suns are playing the New Orleans Pelicans. Um, that series is tied 1-1, but a big uh, issue that happened there is Devin Booker got hurt the other night in game two. Devin Booker is, you know, obviously yeah. the lead, the yeah. leading scorer on the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. And is he is missing game three and four? Is that He's going to miss game three and four confirmed. Nobody knows if they go five or six if he misses more time. So that's crazy. The issue is going to be there. Phoenix is the number one seed. So if Devin Booker misses some time, I mean, I, I don't know if there would be an upset in round one. Pe- the Pelicans are, are a good team, but I don't know if they could really upset Phoenix. They've been really good all year, even with Chris Paul and Devin Booker missing time here and there. Um, so I, I think they'll probably be able to hold on, but it'll, it'll be it'll be interesting because uh, Booker, you know, Booker's such a key part of that offense and what they do. So, you know, they could give him some trouble. No, listen, it, it can go either way at this point. I mean, we, we talk about, you know, 
some of the, the people that we think are shooing, some of the teams that we think are shooing. No one's a shooing. You know, Finn's got a, a perfect record, but it doesn't mean that they can't get knocked out. Um, Devin Booker actually needs to be on that floor. It doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't take away the potential to still win and, and, and move to the next round, but they need him on that floor. Do they need him to finish out the Pelicans? Maybe we'll not. Yeah. You know, we'll <laughs> right now, you know, CP3 is doing his thing. The rest of the company is, is there. Everybody's, you know, inputting. Um, but Devin Booker is the young legs on that team that yep. gives it, you know, that gives that engine a lot of go on offense and defense. So they're definitely going to hurt without him. For sure, for sure. And that series is currently tied 1-1. So that l- losing Booker in game two maybe not might not have been the, the end-all, be-all yeah. to why they lost that game. But now the Pelicans get two games at home. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, the next series, I'll, I'm just going to jump through all the series real quick. So Dallas, uh, the Dallas Mavericks are playing Utah, the Utah Jazz. Uh, that series is currently tied 1-1. Uh, the interesting point in that series to me is so far that's been a competitive series overall, but Luka Doncic hasn't played yet, and he's supposed to play tonight. Luka. So Luka, Luka, Luka Doncic is one, one of the best players in the NBA, obviously, yeah, yeah, a young yeah, player. Yeah. So his impact on the series could be great. If he comes back and he's you know fully healthy and good to go, um, You know Dallas could end up winning this series over Utah. Utah's a tough team, though. They play really good defense. So uh, that's going to be interesting as well. Um I'm going to jump to Golden State, the Golden State Warriors, and the Denver Nuggets. Uh, so currently – oh, did I, I'm sorry. Did I mention Dallas and Utah is currently tied at 1-1 the series? Mm. Yeah. So it's, it's, one, it's 1-1. Did, did I mention that I absolutely paid no attention to that part of the series? I didn't know that Utah and Dallas were like – I'm, like I'm surprised like, oh. that freaking Utah is in it. I was, you, Utah, Utah's a really crazy. good team. They, they, play, they play really great defense. They're a yeah. good team. They're Utah's a good team. Good team man. The last time I followed Utah was when Carl Malone was on that <laughs> motherfucker. Oh, my God. You're going to miss a whole lot. No, you, Utah is always <laughs> one of those, um, those tough teams that you don't want to see late in the season. You know, they, you know, they seem like – they seem like there's nothing going on there until you get on the floor with them. And then you're mm-hmm. like, oh, like, holy shit, like, wait a minute. You know, they're, they're like out there. They're running hard. They've always got good shooters. The defense is always there. So it's it's one of those silent teams that you just don't want to run into after you thinking you've beaten everybody you need For to sure. be. They have they have Rudy Gobert as the he's a two time defensive player of the year player, yeah. playing center. Yeah. He's a phenomenal yeah. player. He's got like a seven six wingspan. Dude's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> uh, they also have um, wait you said seven six wingspan? Yeah, dude, yeah seven, like a pterodactyl. He's, he's yeah. seven feet. He's seven foot tall. He has a seven six wingspan. Yes, dude's massive. <laughs> Um, yeah, and they also have um Donovan Mitchell, who's an underrated superstar in the league as well. He's a really good scorer, can light it up any night. So that's gonna be an interesting series. I, I want to see what happens now that Luke is back and see how the series kind of I that that's one of those series that could go the full seven games, to be honest with you. Um nice. actually I forget forgot if they go do they do they do five or I forgot if they do five or seven in the first round. My mistake if it's five or seven. Um at five, yeah. So I that's gonna be interesting to see how that one ends. Um, so we'll jump over to Golden State. So Golden State Warriors and Denver Nuggets. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I don't really have that much to say about this series. And the only reason why is because Golden State is currently beating the brakes off of the Denver Nuggets. <laughs> and no, no game has been close. Golden State is just shooting them out of the gym. There's no Steph, Steph Curry's healthy. Clay Thompson is healthy. Draymond Green is healthy now. They're just they're, they're cha- championship pedigree. Championship exactly. pedigree. These well, guys have been there. They've done it. 
Let, so, let me just let me just speak on my team. Okay. So Golden <laughs> State Warriors. Let me tell you something. The the shooting on that team is absolutely ridiculous. It's crazy. And Clay Thompson being back on the floor right now is a problem for the entire NBA because he's yeah. not only back, but he's shooting well. Ste- Stefan had a lot of had a lot of, 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 of time where he had to be on the floor. And that allowed the defense to double and sometimes triple him. But now with Clay on the floor with some place to dump the ball, that's a problem because mm-hmm. now the Splash Brothers are back and everybody's getting wet. <laughs> everybody's getting also, wet. Uh, uh, I don't know if you heard that. Everybody's getting wet. Everybody's <laughs> hey, getting wet. Hey, yo. So, oh, my gosh. So was that um, – Alicia Keys, I think it was. Was was that the game the other day? Did you see? Mm, I did. That was one, a, that was like eyes, throws a three way, and she like jumps up like, ah! right. <laughs> just like sit your ass down for your husband. See? I really think that was one of the best segues we've ever done. By the this way, is, I just want to put that out there. So my 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 cousin Mike said the Nuggets are screwed without uh, Jamal Murray. Um, yeah, I, I I agree. The issue is when you don't have your point guard on the floor. If you're the Nuggets, you're asking Nikola Jokic, who's going to be the the NBA MVP this year, to do everything. Mm-hmm. And since yeah. he has to do everything against the Golden State Warriors, is not not going to be good. Not yeah, be good. yeah, I I agree. They're definitely um, – the, the other thing I do want to say, I don't want to, like, rant and rate, like, but the Warriors, a lot of people hate – I feel like dislike the Warriors, which I, I never have, honestly, as a basketball fan because of that whole Kevin Durant leaving Oklahoma City, going to the – you know, that whole thing. A lot of people hate on the on the Warriors. The well, Warriors the Warriors drafted this kid two years ago, Jordan Poole, mm-hmm. who's currently in this these playoffs. Like, everybody talks about Clay and Steph. This kid is averaging, like, 20 – 23 25 a night the warriors say whatever you will about the warriors they drafted steph they drafted clay they drafted draymond now they drafted jordan pool they know how to build a franchise from the bottom up through the draft it's not just this whole super team i'm gonna go follow lebron james around like that nonsense like like that's not what they the warriors built their team through the draft they have two good young centers a bunch of nice role pieces that in my opinion, if they're fully healthy, they're going to be a tough out for anybody in the playoffs this this year. Anybody. And do not talk about my Lakers like that, okay? I will. I will. I will. All, all I know is – Because you know, LeBron's been on the golf course for like Yeah, all, all of these meetings <laughs> with LeBron talking to Stephon. We don't want you, LeBron. Stay where you're at, bro. Stay where you're at. You're all right. We're good. We're good. But I agree. Um, Golden State just is very good at not only bringing in young talent, but making that young talent go. Like Steve Kerr's yep. system of basketball is maybe number one. You know, the only second maybe to to, to Greg Popovich, in my personal opinion. Sure. Um, but you know, it's a lot of young talent, and it's going to be scary as hell if mm-hmm. all of that talent clicks in at the same time. Yep. Like, oh, sure. like it's absolutely going to be crazy. Yeah, it will be. Um, so I'll jump over the next series. Uh, the next series is Memphis and Minnesota. Uh, so honestly, two teams that not a lot of people really know about because obviously they play out west, they don't get a lot of national television time. But two solid playoff teams that series currently tied 1 1. Uh, 
if anybody gets a chance to watch them in the playoffs this year, that that I would tell you guys watch Ja Morant for a series. That dude is hair on fire. He plays Scary. like he he plays. In my opinion, he he plays similarly to a young Derrick Rose, like MVP Derrick Rose back in the day. He's that he's that talented of a player. If anybody got a chance to watch that series, I would watch him for like a half and just see the things he could do. He, he's a, he's a really good young player. And the, the Minnesota Timberwolves are a good young team too. Carl Anthony Towns is a phenomenal big. Um, they have a lot of good talent on that team too. That's going to be a back and forth series. I think that might go all the way through five because yeah, um, they they're one, one, both teams are good at home. So definitely going to be interesting. Um, that, that, um, that series is, is definitely one to watch. First of all, as you say, John Morant is is scary good. Showtime. He, he is he is showtime. all about showtime. showtime. The one thing that I'm afraid about John Morant is I don't know that he has the amount of help that he needs on that team. Oh yeah, they need and another what, superstar. And what happens with with that is that he goes too hard and he messes around and gets hurt. Yep. And then he never comes he, back from that. He plays with reckless abandonment, similar to how Rose did back in the day, and similar to like D Wade. They play with reckless abandonment, and and this and is and this is it what usually ends up getting you hurt. <laughs> you burn out. You know what I mean? Yeah, you it's do like for sure. Car, you get in the car, you just slam on the gas, you drive it. It's going to go 100 miles an hour, but at some point, the tires, the brakes, or something's going to wear out, and it's never going to be the same again. For sure. And um, you know sure. that's the only thing I'm afraid about with John Morant. Um, I think Carl Anthony Towns is good. Um, I'm not I'm not completely sold on him, especially mm. when you see, you know, we haven't got to that when, when we see how somebody else who's a big man who's completely <laughs> playing out of the raft is right now. <laughs> so when, when he catches up to that guy, then he, I'll be sold on him. But right <laughs> now, I've seen I've seen nights where where, where cats shut down. This is the best <laughs> comment ever. <laughs> it's just the truth. Le- LeBron busy getting his third hair transplant. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Facts. Man's got pubes on his head. <laughs> All right, let's let's pivot this over to the Eastern Conference real quick. I don't. I'm not going to have that much to say about these series, to be honest with you. I, I, the last one, I will. Um, so Miami and Atlanta, right now, again, I'm going to say it again. My my catchphrase, so to speak. Miami is beating the brakes off Atlanta. Trey Young is a phenomenal young player, but Fuck he doesn't Trae have. Young. Yeah, Fuck that guy. Trey Young. That, stay out of MSG, Trey Young. Nobody wants you here. Um, yeah, I, I have, I hate that gremlin anyway. <laughs> he's a, he's a good player though. He's a phenomenal player, but, uh, Miami was the number one seed in the East. Uh, Jimmy Butler went off for like 43 or 45 points in game two. They're just, if, if the, if, if the, the Miami heat are dialed in, Atlanta can't win the series against them. If they're, if they're, they're, they're a great, they're again, a great defensive team. Jimmy Butler playing like that. Um, Atlanta has looked like a shell of themselves in this series. So pretty sure that series is over. Um, I will jump to Philadelphia, Toronto. So uh, Philadelphia is currently beating the brakes off of Toronto. They lead the series three, nothing. Oh, I forgot. I'm sorry. I forgot to mention Miami's leading their series two nothing. Uh, Philadelphia is obviously playing Toronto. They're, they're leading that series three, nothing. Um, I think this is what Chase was saying before. Joel Embiid is a different animal. He's a he's a different he's a different oh. dude. I don't know how else to say it. I've seen this get this guy play. I can't tell you how many times because I I've, I watched the Knicks and all that. But um, he just he's he's honestly one of the most dominant big men I've seen in the league in a long long time. There's just times where there's just nothing you could do with him. He just he could shoot from outside. He's a bully in the paint. 
he he even knows how to he knows how to dime people. He he gets all the boards, seven feet, two sixty, just a monster, a monster. Yeah. Um, yeah. and so, as 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 my cousin says, Joel's an MVP front runner. I agree with you. It's between him and Jokic, but Jokic, Jokic, Jokic will probably win because of the triple double stats. That's all I'll say. But I agree with you. He's an MVP front runner for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, M- MB right now is 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 a monster. Um, inside, outside, mm-hmm. upside down. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, you passing the ball and just watch the show. Uh, you know, uh, for me, um, he is who uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo is trying to be, and uh, is is you know, it's it's not quite working. Um, I watched the Bucks game the other night, and you can just see where, you know, Giannis is lost at times and just like, why isn't my superpowers working? Um, he has, <laughs> it's like, you, you can you can see their faces. Like, I got 65-inch back here. Like, you can see their faces. It's like, what the hell happened? Um, but Embiid is just locked in. He's, He's prepared locked to in. go in. And, in. Um, and, and that's scary. You know, Philly's, Philly's definitely going to take this. Um, in my they opinion, are. if something crazy happens, yeah, they're um, gonna win the series for sure. Yeah, they're, they're definitely gonna win the series. Um, my 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 thinking right now is probably gonna be uh, Philly and 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 either the Bucks or Boston. Yeah, I mean, uh, so thank you for the segue. We're gonna segue over to those two series real quick. So we got Milwaukee and Chicago. Um, Chicago actually tied the series last night at one one. Um. Again, the defending champs, the Milwaukee Bucks, uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo. He's the Greek freak. He's a beast. Um, the Bulls played really well yesterday in Milwaukee, and a big thing that I feel like not—I feel like it hasn't gotten as much attention. But uh, um, the Bucks—I'll uh, say their second best player on the roster, Chris Middleton, actually got hurt in the middle of yesterday's game, um, and if he's out for an extended period of time, Chicago could prove to be a little bit of a problem for Milwaukee because Chicago is fully healthy now. Um, and basically Milwaukee's going to sit here and ask Giannis to play Superman for until Middleton can get back and he can, but against a couple of really good teams, which if he has to play Chicago and then potentially the next series I'm going to talk about with the Celtics and the Nets, um, you know, if he has to go through those two series without Chris Middleton, the Bucks could get upset and they might not make another championship run. So that's what I think. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, at, at this point, um, you need all your players. You know, it's you do. Everybody needs to be healthy. Um, this is where you lock in. Um, unlike regular season where you play one team, you don't see them for a few weeks. Right. You know, you're going to see the same team potentially three or four or five times, and you're not going to be able to use the same tricks. So, you know, you, you shoot a certain way and you feel get a certain energy the next night, they're going to come back ready for that. Now you got to see, you got to go dig. And, um, you know, He's good for a certain amount of time, but you know, after two or three games, uh, I, I see him needing you know more guidance mm-hmm. on that floor. And um, you know, Chris Middleton is, is a part of the experience on that team that they need sure. to get where they need to go. So for sure. And then we will wrap it up with Boston and Brooklyn. So the Boston Celtics are playing the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> Abel's got Abel's got the the double birds hey, up because he he knows where I'm going after this. So. Fuck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, the Boston Celtics are currently leading the series two nothing. Um, Brooklyn had a 17 point lead yesterday in their game and they blew it. They played like the Knicks did. Surprise surprise. 
Uh, uh, I'm going to be honest with you. This series has been surprising to me, not because I don't think Boston's a good team, because I do think that they're a good and underrated team. Uh, Tatum, Jason Tatum and, and Jalen Brown are two really good players. Um, they also have the defensive player of the year, Marcus Smart. Shout out for a guard winning defensive player for the first time since Gary Payton. This wow. year, the first wow. time a guard has won defensive player of the year since Gary Payton back in, I can't even tell you what year, the 80s, I want to say. Sometimes I want to say it was that. Um, but Marcus Smart, guard from the Boston, Boston Celtics, uh, defensive player of the year this year. Crazy. Oh. Um, and the, the, the most surprising part of the series to me is we're going to talk about Kyrie because he's my end-off discussion. Kyrie's doing Kyrie things. Kevin Durant has disappeared. Kevin Durant is supposed to be the best player in basketball, and he's completely disappeared from the series. You know he's why? playing he like have came to the Knicks. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kevin Durant is just he, he's he's shooting horribly. He's he's not he he's just I, I don't. It seems like he's locked in. I just feel like Boston is giving him fits because the, Boston also plays really good defense. Like I said, they have Defensive Player of the Year. They also have a lot of guys with length that I feel like are bothering Kevin Durant to an extent, even though he'd obviously never say that. Um, but I feel like if you get enough length on Kevin Durant, you can kind of bother his shot a little bit, even though he's six eleven and again a you know a freaking tree and all that nonsense. <laughs> but uh, I feel like these guys are bothering him. They're in his face a lot. They're playing really like re- up uptight up top defense on him so um i feel like just watching him he seems like a shell of himself right now unless he snaps out of it they're gonna get swept just flat out brooklyn might get swept well you know listen you know brooklyn's brooklyn's my home team i'm from brooklyn but let me let me tell you this this series actually might be over already Uh, yeah Um, and and this goes back to you know what i was saying about you know stephen curry at the end of the day when you're a great shooter you need to be able to shoot. And one thing that they have made sure they've done is that they put two or three people on them. They're putting big bodies on them. Mm-hmm. When you, when you saw Stephon Curry don't shoot, when Stephon Curry does not shoot well, it's because they've put a body on him who's banging him around. Bother him. Bother him. A lot of extra hits, a lot of extra taps, a lot of extra grabs. And it frustrates you because as a great player, you know your team needs those shots. You want to make those shots. But you can't make those shots because the guy's pulling on you. He's tugging. He's giving you a little extra push when you're trying to shoot and all of that. And this is where Kevin Durant is right now. They're putting two or three bodies in front of him. So now when he tries to go through the lane, he's got to go past two or three people. He's got to change. He's got to shimmy. He can't get the shot off. They showed last night where uh, he was trying to get a shot off. And by the time he got clear of a shot, it was only one second left on the clock. One second left on the clock, right. Well, where are you going to shoot that? You know what I mean? It's like you haven't even had a chance to size up. So um, they've got to figure it out. The good thing is that when they talked to him after the game, he was already aware of it. He yeah. said he had to figure it out. So he's not rattled by it, yeah. but I'm not sure that they have figured it out. Great shooters need someplace to dump the ball off when they're double and triple teamed. Yeah, and right sure. now, he really does not have any place. Unfortunately, Seth Curry is not Stephon Curry. So, <laughs> you know, he's a good player, but he... Can't, you can't dump the ball off to him like you would, you know, Clay Thompson or somebody. He has nobody to dump the ball off to. Um, and so they figured out if they key on Kevin Durant, knock him off of his game, the rest of Brooklyn really does not contribute enough to win the game. For so sure. they've got to, like, you know, they've got to figure that thing out or, you know, you have to go for cheesecake. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think uh, two, uh, one interesting takeaway from this game also is um, – 
it hasn't been ruled out that Ben Simmons is going to play the next game yet. So he might actually come back and play. Um, how healthy he is, how ready he is, I don't think anybody knows. But we'll see. It could play a factor in the series. He He's a great defender. Who knows? We'll see. I want to end it with Kyrie Irving. This is how I'm going to end sports tonight. Uh, so I'm sure everybody kind of heard what happened on Sunday with Kyrie Irving at this point. <laughs> Abel brought it up before. Uh, so Kyrie Irving was basically riling up the Boston fans. Um, he was he was doing an inbounds and he uh, he put his hand behind his he put his hands behind his head and gave him the double bird. And then uh, the Boston fans were letting him have it. And he gave him one of these. He was like, oh, boo hoo, cry about it. Because uh, Boston, honestly, what that goes back to for anybody who doesn't know is Kyrie played in Boston for, I want to say, two seasons. Uh-huh. Um, he was primarily injured uh, throughout that time in Boston. He had injuries here and there. Uh, and then he told them he was going to come back at one point, especially during the offseason. And then he dipped to Brooklyn to go be with Kevin Durant. So Boston fans have a little bit of resentment <laughs> towards Kyrie Irving. And, um, just just a smidge. Um, so obviously Kyrie with the with the salute behind the head, the fake crying. And then on his way back to the locker room, a Boston fan told him um, he was like, he said, Kyrie, you suck, you know, typical fan stuff. And Kyrie's response was, I hope the kids are in bed. He said, suck my dude. <laughs> so Kyrie ain't having it. Kyrie is not having it. And personally, this is me. I love this stuff for basketball because we need rivalries, right? Like rivalries mm-hmm. are what makes basketball. Celtics, Lakers back in the day, you know, uh, uh, who, who, whoever else you want to think about in basketball. Knicks, Bulls. Knicks, Knicks Bulls. Knicks, Bulls, uh, Bulls, Pistons. At Bulls, some point, Pistons, freaking... right. All that. All oh, that. my God. Are you kidding me? Rival, rivalries are great. Rivalries are great for basketball. So Listen. if you keep building rivalries yep. up, this is going to be – this will be a series that goes – because Tatum and, and Brown aren't going anywhere. Kyrie's going to be in Brooklyn for at least a couple more years. So it's definitely going to be interesting because if they start this dynamic off like this and then Brooklyn comes back next year and they're a little better, like this could become something good good for the NBA in my opinion. And then also, by the way, the, the NBA fined him 50 grand for all that stuff, that, by yeah. the way. You know, what 50, you know what 50 grand is to a player who makes like – like 40 million uh, a season yeah 50 50 dollars yeah. 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 dropping a bucket you know that's what i mean he, he, he don't he don't care he don't care i mean listen here's the thing we, first of all when you go to certain cities especially on the east coast you know it's automatically hostile it's not just nba mm-hmm. you know the yanks in boston is is like bring the gun when when uh when when indiana used to come to new york back in the day you know what I'm saying? Like it was, it was murder. Are you kidding mm-hmm. me? It was murder. So certain places you go, it's automatically like gonna be hostile. Um, you know, they they tried to contain it at one point by, by you know throwing out fans and all, but it's a part of the game. Um, and I listen, I think that you know they should have gave Kyrie a pass to be honest, because mm-hmm. you know it's bad enough you're you're in a hostile city, but you're in a city that you left and they felt slighted by the way that you left. So, you know, this is LeBron coming back to Cleveland to pay after he left them. It's like, you know, they're going to give him a little extra sauce on it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's a little extra sauce on it. So, yeah. I mean, I think he should have just got a warning, you know, let, and they should have let it go because, like, it's a whole series now. 
So yeah. now, so now, so now they know that they're taking money out of his pocket. Do you not think they're not going to go extra hard at him? Oh, 100 mm-hmm. percent. They're going to taunt the crap like, out oh, of him. For sure. You got him touched for fifty thousand. Let's go for two hundred fifty thousand. Yeah. So you know, like, <laughs> I think they just, you know, they said a game of one and slap on the hand, let it go. One of the yeah. best moments in NBA history is when Reggie Miller told he did the choking sign to freaking uh, what's his name of the, the Spike director. Lee. Spike, Spike Lee. Lee, yeah. When he did that to Spike Lee, yeah, I know. I'm a Knicks fan. It still hurts. I got hands down the best Knicks moment when PJ Brown throws freaking Starks into the fucking stand and he's spinning around <laughs> like a damn top, and oh. it turned from a basketball game to a street brawl. That is the best. <laughs> I was. I just couldn't believe he just like walked up to him and picked him up like he was five and just tossed him into the first three rows. Massive. And it, it, it was a melee after that. Mess. God. All right. All right, all right. So now, moving to... Oh, wait. Take a shot, everyone, because uh, Leo was going to yell at me if I uh, don't tell you to take a freaking drink. Yeah. Hello. Right. Mm. All right. Ah. Now we're heading into nerdy news. Leo, what's going on out there? Who, who, <laughs> who, is, who am I yelling at this week? Please tell me. And who is you about? All right, let's let's let you want to start yelling. Okay, let's just start. No, yelling. no, no, start. start wait, wait, wait. The way we talked about you want to build up to the yelling. No, no, wait, let's, let's, the let's, I think first, first thing we want to start with, little, yeah. oh, yes, we little, have to start. Oh, we definitely do. We have to pay our respects, mm-hmm. uh, to people know him as DJ K Slay all around the world, a foundation of hip hop, a pillar of hip hop, a gatekeeper. A gatekeeper of hip hop, of lyricism, and hip hop. The man, it, his real is is his alias was DJ Clay Slay. His real name was uh, Keith Grayson. Mm-hmm. So I just want to, in the podcast, pay our respects to the man. He started off. People, a lot of people don't know. He actually started off as a graffiti artist back in the day. Mm-hmm. So this man is done the drama king if you grew up in the 90s and in the 80s and you never heard about the drama king and his voice coming over hot 97 forget it so (laughs) one of the the most um important pieces which is the part that i hate the most is that um k-slade was actually the vehicle for this whole nas and nas versus jay-z um who's the best um conversation and K Slay is actually responsible for dropping Ether. Uh, so now I didn't, know, we, I didn't know that. Holy crap! Yeah, yeah, not, not like like literally. Not only did he drop it, but he dropped it on the radio. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, we're, we're to, the, to the Nas versus Jay Z thing because that loses friendships. I've seen people fight behind this thing, and this conversation still goes on today. Um, mm-hmm. But he's responsible for that. He's responsible for um, another rapper, Papoose. Um, it was a vehicle for bringing Papoose out, and and plus a whole plethora of other, uh, uh, you know, MCs and, and and producers that are out now today. Um, not to mention the infamous boat ride. If you don't know about the boat ride, I'm. Oh, go Google K Slade Drama King boat ride and see the pictures on that. Wait a minute. Was this the same boat that Odell Beckham Jr. was on? Yeah. Is, it, is that that boat? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I just, I just secured, we did security on that boat one year. 
Oh, did you really? Yeah, I offered to do it for free the next. Oh man. <laughs> um, oh man. And, you don't want to get into a fight on that boat. It, it, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Listen, there's nothing to fight about. <laughs> and, uh, and then on top of that, he had the uh, he had the he had the, had the, um, the corresponding the the boat ride was a combination of the um, the magazine that he had. So it was a it was a it was a girls magazine, men's magazine, um, and then the culmination at the end of the year was kind of that boat ride in the summertime. Um, so yeah, just again, man, just you know, my condolences as as a, as a as a guy who grew up in, in hip hop and remembers all the stuff that that came out of it, and, and with K. Slay, you know, um, we've lost quite a few of our, our greats in, in you know in the last couple of years. So we definitely just want to give our condolences to his family, his 100%. friends, everybody. Like, you know, I, I just I just couldn't believe it when I, when when the news came across. Yeah, sucks. That's yeah, dude, it was a hard day. Uh, All right. Uh, okay, so let's pick. Let's pick this back up with the yeah. nerdy news. Yeah, let's get able right. angry. The, the two minute warning gets it. By the way, shots. Yeah, yeah, shots. You yeah. know what? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take a sip. Yeah, I'm taking a sip. See what yeah. see what you see what you did. Two minute warning. You say shots. It's like it's like it's like Beetlejuice in this chat, bro. You say shots, people do them. You know what I mean? It's, oh wait yeah. a minute, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we have uh we have a development coming to us live from a land not so down under. Hey, the man, yo. the myth, the legend, Win DZ. Hey yo, what that? What that? There he is. <laughs> How we doing, Wendell? It's when Daisy. <laughs> How we Are doing, you big muted? Guy? Are you? Can you hear us? Hello, Daisy. Let's go Hello. now. Oh, what up? Okay. Well, you yeah. got the very white voice on. Hello. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why. <laughs> 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 All right, Leo, hit us with All the right. news, and then we're gonna take it around. Let's nerdy uh, news. Just, just, right. sh just shoot us. Let's go. Okay. All right. <sighs> okay, I'm gonna start it off light. Uh, Zack Snyder, one of our favorite directors, that actually the DC movie right, uh, just uh, revealed a first look of three pictures of his new uh, movie for Netflix called Rebel Moon. This looks. Fantastic. The graphics, the art, the what he's leaking out a little bit, little taste of it, and the pictures, and they look great. Uh, that's one. Then we have I don't know where to take you guys. Okay, Andrew Lincoln is in talks with Marvel, and also I will start with those two just to get you guys warmed up. What do you guys think? Who wants to take uh, it first? I'm I'm gonna go first. Um, so uh, Zack Snyder coming back into the picture, great. Um, I don't really know uh, about Rebel Moon or what it's about. Didn't really see much, but um, I this man needs to come back into our movie lives and uh, deliver us something awesome. And I think this will be it. Although Netflix, uh, you know, shares plummeting like 35 percent might be a little bit of an issue, and people big just yikes. even left and right. Big yikes! Big yikes! Big, big yikes! First big they yikes. lost Marvel, now they lose. You know. 200,000 subscribers looking sure. to be 20 million more, whatever they were saying. So I'm mm -hmm. sure that's going to be fun. Mm -hmm. um, and then the next one was uh, Andrew Lincoln. Um, yeah. I am here for Andrew Lincoln. Uh, I was a big Walking uh, Walking Dead fan up to in and around the point of a little after Negan. 
um, this man can go dark side very fast, especially mm-hmm. if you guys saw what happened with Negan and some of the conversations he's just had with people on the shows and the, the serious tone he can get and the way he says, Carl, Carl. <laughs> I, was, I was literally going to say Carl, Carl. <laughs> Um, he like so the names that have been thrown around. I've seen. I've seen like pictures of him as Magneto. I've seen pictures of him as Doom. I've seen pictures yeah. of him as uh, obviously in our thumbnail, uh, Mister Fantastic. He can pull off a lot of these roles. I'm more interested in him being a villain because I've seen him so much as a good guy. Agreed. I would love to see him as a villain and uh, see what he could do with it. So I'm very excited about that. All right, I'm good with that. Let's go to um, let's go to Wendell. Wendell's got to come up and have some conversation with us. How we doing, Wendell? Yeah. All right, so let's go with um, yeah. Let, let, let's start with my, my man Andrew Lincoln. I'm with you, Abe Joe. I can see him definitely in the MCU, but he must be a villain. A villain all, right. all day. Do, I can see it. I mean, and you know, just the pictures of him out there. You know, rocking the beard, like I can see him as like a grown Magneto, like <laughs> you know, like yeah, I mm-hmm. can dig that. I mean, for Von, mm-hmm. for him to be Doom, like you know, they gonna have to like put some prosthetics on him and stuff. Yeah. But I mean, do a before and after for him. But I rather see his face, see see where he brings the Magneto. Um, Zack Snyder, yes, please. <laughs> 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 yeah. Anything that man do, I'm 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 in for it, man. Like waiting for like that, that Snyder cut to come out, seeing how he and his vision was just, I'm good with him. So let's bring him back. A million times he, better? He might, oh, pff, a million, two million times better. Are you kidding me? Like I could spend four hours watching that again. <laughs> no problem. Easy. So, I just yeah, want to, I just want to mention, I just want to mention this comment. This comment is from uh, John Fisher on Johnny Facebook. Fish. How we doing? Uh, John he Fish. says Lincoln possibly playing Mister Fantastic. I I think it's supposed to be. We can't really see what those are. I'm gonna assume thumbs up. I'm not really sure. There was supposed to be something there, but Facebook didn't let it come over. And then also, yeah. it would be cool to see him as Doom. So, Doom. I, f- I feel like Doom or Magneto, man. I feel like he could pull off either one of them. Definitely. Be um, all right, let's go to uh, Chase. What do you think, Chase? Hey, all right, so um, one reason I like Zack Snyder is because um, his, his, his movies are dark. I, I, you know, as you can tell, I'm in the dark. He makes dark movies. It's just like a match of <laughs> heaven. Um, you you got to get into the moment of his movies. I looked at some of the artwork and, and whatnot. Like, I, I agree with Leo. Like, this this just looks absolutely crazy. If they've got even a half good story here, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna like not watch it for three or four weeks just so I can binge watch four hours and just put it in the vein and whatnot. <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? They've got they've got my guy Han Su on there who I absolutely love and whatnot. Um, so I think this is just gonna be absolutely you know one of the best things that happened. It might actually help uh, Netflix. Unfortunately, a lot of our family members won't be able to see it because we won't be able. <laughs> Uh, passwords yeah middle you know. middle middle finger netflix middle yeah, finger yeah. that's all uh, I'm we'll have to just have everybody come over to, to our houses and watch it at the same time yep. uh, <laughs> viewing parties yeah, yeah exactly uh but not at this it, it looks it looks great um as as far as uh andrew link is concerned you know he's a seasoned seasoned actor i think wherever they put him is going to be great um, I just hope at this point they actually give him something that he really needs, that the MCU needs, 
Um, and I and I agree. I think that he has to be a villain. I think at this point we need, you know, we're missing the Doctor Dooms in the MCU. Like we're yeah, we're we missing. Like like, listen, Doctor Doom one of my favorites because his his villainy is like super large. Um, up to now we've got a lot of cosmic villains, um, but you know there's a lot of great villains here on Earth that need their behind kick. So you know, let's get that. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yes. Where where is our build up villain? We got Thanos for ten years. Where Kang. is our build up villain? Kang. Oh Kang yeah. Conquer. Listen, it better be Kang. They Kang, better they yeah. better not one off Kang because I'll I will yo Marvel. Kang, Kang got Kang got teased. He's our build up. Yeah. My, my my eyes twitching just because I know what we're gonna talk about next. And Marvel, don't don't put me there. Um, so yeah. I, uh, Aaron, you're up. All right. Um. So I'm gonna be totally transparent. I. I don't know enough about Zack Snyder. I'm notorious on this podcast for saying I didn't watch the Snyder Cut of Justice League. Everybody Yo, here yells at me. I, I know uh, I have to. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen we're going to end the podcast so Aaron can watch the whole I'm, I, I'm, I'm gonna. I promise. I promise. I'm going to watch the Snyder Cut very, very soon. I'll let that be known. And that's when um, we'll review it and Aaron will give a full recap. That, yeah, that's fine. I'm in. I'm in. Um, I'll probably have to do it in two parts because it's four hours. So um but yeah it's a good four hours no i know i know i get it but um i'm sure that rebel moon will probably be cool i'll I'll check it out um you know obviously i want to speak more so to andrew lincoln because because two things really came to my mind so obviously i i'm a big fan of the walking dead uh i was early on more so than towards the end um but uh Andrew Lincoln to me is like a diver. I know two minute warning. I know Yo, I have to watch. They're all yelling at you. I know. I know. I know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to go watch it right now. It's four <laughs> hours. Um, I'll watch it. I promise everybody on this podcast and everybody in the comments. I'll watch it. I promise. Um, but um, Andrew Lincoln. So I, I really liked how he was Rick Grimes in The Walking Dead. I think he's a versatile actor. I agree with everybody here. I do think he has to be a villain. I'll tell you the two things that I see. So first off, I don't really see him as Doom. I don't think that that's a thing. To me, he's Magneto. I think Magneto is the role for him. An older Magneto. Just where I'm at. That's what I see him doing. The pictures I saw, the leaks, it looked like it would make sense to me. Um, and I'm in. I, I think he would be good at that role. I know he. I've seen him in some other things that he's acted in. I think he's definitely got the chops to to do Magneto. Um, the other place that this brought me to, I'll be honest with you guys, is me thinking that um, I'm pretty sure this means Norman Reedus is going to be Ghost Rider. I, I do. <sighs> I, I just I just have a feeling. I just have a feeling they're like a package deal from The Walking Dead almost. Hmm. Um, I think that Marvel's going to sign both of them. I think Norman Reedus is going to be Ghost Rider. And Andrew Lincoln's going to be Magneto. And, they're, they, you know, I don't know if that was Marvel's plan, but it just it seems to me like that's what Marvel does. Like sometimes they because I think I was I was reading something and it's how somebody else in Marvel literally got one of their jobs. Like uh, somebody so got casted and then Tom somebody Holland's, else. Got, Tom right. Holland actually got casted because of Chris Hemsworth. That's what because I'm saying. Chris, oh, yeah, I'm like saying. stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Right. So I know Marvel's notorious for that. So this yep. immediately brought me to we've heard so much about Ghost Rider. And like maybe there's gonna be a Ghost Rider in Doctor Strange. Who knows? That to me is gonna be like a variant. I think our Ghost Rider is probably gonna end up being Norman Reedus, and I'm here for that as well. We can get into mm. that another day, but I'm yep. here for that. Andrew Lincoln as Magneto. That's where I'm at. That's that's where my head goes. I hope that that's the casting. So awesome, awesome. All right, and then we're gonna end with Leo, so he can give us more news. All right, uh, Andrew Lincoln. I'm here for it, and the villain, definitely. I want to tell you a little snippet that. Uh, Rebel Moon, you guys are not gonna. This is to start off 
getting you guys pissed off. Rebel Moon was actually pitched to DC, and DC said no. Surprise! Oh, no. Surprise! No, you know what? You know what? I'm yeah, very, really? ha I'm very happy about that. Don't let them touch anything. How about yeah. that? Wow. <laughs> Take their wow. hands off and bury them wow. in the sand. Right. So you're telling That's me crazy. it was given, it was given to Warner Brothers, and Warner Brothers said, "No, we're not going to do this." And Zack Snyder said, "Oh, you're not going to do this. I'm going to do this, and they're going to do it right." <sighs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, I, I'm just, I'm going last with the next news because I'm going to yell. I'm going to fucking yell. <laughs> No. Wow. Okay. I'm, I'm refilling. Here it comes. All right. We're going to start it off a little bit light. Idris Miller gets locked up again. He cannot run fast <laughs> enough. Steady run. Run, run, Barry. Run. Run, Barry. He can't run fast enough. The latest news is that he assaulted a female with a chair at a house party. And she needed to get uh, about six to eight stitches. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Well, he's also gonna need to get a bank account to cash that check. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Give me the, and, the, and the next one is <laughs> Sony Spider Man into the spot. Uh, Sony Spider Man uh, was delayed. <sighs> it is delayed until part one is delayed until June second, twenty twenty three. Uh, part two is delayed 20, 2024. Uh, Craven the Hunter also delayed until January 2023. Madam Web delayed till 2023. I think everybody at Sony is delayed. <laughs> so 2023. Okay, okay. have to kick it off. <laughs> oh no, uh, we're gonna let Leo go first, and then uh, I'm gonna. Yeah, just go ahead, Leo. <laughs> okay, Sony can't get shit right. Mm. They can't. You had oh. Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Great, fucking animation. Great. They got, they got this right. They got that right. They got this. But right. now you're delaying it again. <laughs> and now you're delaying it again. And not giving out no. Specific reasons, answers, nothing. Just delaying it. Because my feeling about it is because the way Morbius and everybody downplayed it and talked bad about it and they butchered that movie all over the internet and Rotten Apple gave it a freaking such a bad score. Uh, Rotten Tomato gave it such a, uh, a bad score. And I'm thinking that they're saying, okay, let's revamp everything. But they did not need to touch Spider-Man. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse was a fantastic animation. Uh, Idris, Idris, Ezra, 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 whatever. The, I can't even say his name. I'm so fucking pissed off. How could you mess up something when you're off and you're home? How could you get fired on your day off? Seriously. <laughs> on your fucking day off. You, you, you're sitting and partying. You're rich. You're young. <laughs> You're in a freaking superhero movie that everybody wants to see, and you end up public intoxication, and now you're going to end up in assault. And you think Warner Brothers, and that's why they're revamping everything? You think they're going to actually keep your ass? That's it. Whoever I, wants to go next. I, I, I wish I wish I could show all three of these comments at the same time. So we got uh, we're John. going to, we're gonna go to Aaron so we can start with those comments. We, we got we got <laughs> we got we got John with the I hate Sony. I think we all do. Um we agree. 
um, Mike with Sony can suck it. I agree. Yep. They need to give up on making films and focus on what they're good at, and that's tech. Agreed. Give me more games. And then the two-minute warning. I hate Sony movies. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. Yes, 100%. You got it. Um, so I, I, I piggyback everything that you guys are saying. Um, at this point, I'm going to start with Sony because at this point, after I went and saw a matinee of Morbius, I said it on this stream. I'm not giving Sony any more money. I'm not. I refuse. I, I'm not doing it. The reason why is because at this point, if Morbius, if, if Craven is anything like Morbius, I have no hope for that movie. And I even like, I like, what, what's his name? Aaron. Aaron, Aaron uh, Taylor. Aaron, John, Aaron, Taylor, Taylor, Aaron Taylor Johnson. I like yeah. him. I, I just, I just know Sony's not going to do it right. That's the problem. Mm -hmm. I know Sony is not going to do the movie right. Right. This Madam Web that came out of nowhere, this, this live series. Um, I mean, I, I don't know much about that backstory personally, but again, Sony doing the tele the, the the storytelling. I will say, as Leo said, Into the Spider Verse was was like a Sony that was a hit that needed to that needed to be you know I, I can't wait for that. I'm upset it got delayed because I knew that was going to come out at the end of this year. Uh, I'm a little upset that it got delayed because that was one of my favorite like animated series to watch, honestly, or the animated uh, movies to watch. Um, I do think part two and the fact that they're splitting it up into two movies is kind of interesting to me, which makes me think that there's a lot going on there that maybe we don't know about yet. So I'm excited for that. I'm a little bummed it's delayed, but all right, I'll take that. As far as anything live action, Sony, I'm like off the scene. Like I just, I can't be bothered to watch it. I, I can't cause I know they're trying to set up a sinister six and do all the Spider-Man stuff. And, and I'm just, I'm just not here for it anymore. Like I, I unless you really show me something's going to be cool or different, I'm just not about it. Um, in terms of, I'm going to say his name wrong, Edris, is that how you say his name? Ezra Miller. As, Ezra, Ezra, Ezra Miller. <laughs> um, this dude just, he, first off, get out of Hawaii. Like, you got to, you got to get out of Hawaii now. <laughs> you you got to, whatever's going on down there, I don't know what's happening to him. He's got to he leave. He can't go. He's in jail. <laughs> yeah, but that's what, I, I mean, dude's got to get out. I mean, I, I don't know what's going on with him. Uh, but like Leo said, to be this young, be in this position, have this, you know, he's, he's, He's a pivotal part of DC at this point. He's Flashpoint. Mm -hmm. He's all that. He's about to screw everything up for himself. And also DC, more screwed up than they already are, are now going to have to backpedal and figure things out to move along without him, which to me is also just going to make more of a mess out of what is already a disastrous DCEU. So I don't know where it's going to go, but to me, I'm like, yo, DC's got a lot to clean up. And now they got to clean up this kid, basically, or figure out or move on without him, get rid of him. But, but they, they can't they can't keep him. They can't keep right. him. Let's put it that way. They, they can't. There's no way. And, and listen, I like uh, Mike. Just just like Grant Gustin do it, because uh, honestly, 100%. 100%. I'm here like he was amazing in the show. Like I haven't watched the show in a while because it just got a little. Eh. But, you know, he was he was amazing in the show. He was uh, really good. Um, and um, and, you know, two minute warning, just uh just like DC suck ass at live action, but they're great at animated. They just right. are. They just right. are. Um, so I guess I'm going to go now and I'm going to get very angry. So uh, I apologize <laughs> everybody, everybody to everyone uh, in advance. Um, I'm going to try not to yell, but um, it pretty much it's comes down to this. Um, all you shit companies, stop touching my shit. Stop touching <laughs> all the comic book stuff. I am. I'm just done with all of you. Fox couldn't do it after a while, and they got bought out. Marvel said, okay, you're not going to give us our shit back. I'm going to buy my shit back. That's Ooh. what's going to happen. And I don't think it's going to happen to Sony. I don't think it's going to happen to um, to Warner Brothers, especially because Warner Brothers just got bought out by Discovery, and now they're Warner Brothers Discovery. And um, 
I'll start with Ezra Miller. Um, the fact that Warner Brothers has not put out a statement about Ezra Miller as of now is freaking it's it's just ridiculous. Um, just just seeing what this kid is allowed to do. I mean, there was a video out there on Twitter. I don't know if anyone saw it. He was literally someone was watching a video of his second mugshot and literally just pans to him at the party that they were at. Uh, it was it was absolutely ridiculous that this man uh, has gotten arrested twice in Hawaii, and then a couple hours later, he's still in Hawaii and he's partying, probably ready to hit someone with a freaking ladder this time. He's about to turn into the WWE. He's gonna start jumping off shit into people. I don't know what this guy's gonna do. Like, why is he still the Flash? And you know what? Rest in peace, this Flash movie. Rest in peace, me getting to see Michael Keaton as Batman again. Like, what the, what the fuck? Like, I really wanted to see that. Like, whatever whatever they were planning with this Flashpoint movie, fuck you, Warner Brothers. Like, you don't know what you're doing anymore. I, I don't want to watch your movies. I'm to the point where I'm not going to give you my money. Like, Black Adam looked kind of cool, even though The Rock's in it. Like, I was really interested in seeing Dr. Fate and Adam Smasher and fucking Hawk, whatever the fuck. I don't know. I'm very angry at, at Warner Brothers. I, I don't like you. Um, and um, just go away. Um, uh, Sony. Um, I'm never giving you another live action dime out of my pocket unless the MCU is involved. Period. You're not getting another dime from me. I still haven't seen Morbius. I'm probably not going to because I just I see no reason to. Why do I have to see it? So I can watch Craven the Hunter and then get annoyed with that. So Michael Morbius can come in a you know freaking uh, post credit scene and say, oh that's interesting. We should team up. Ugh. Like why am I gonna why am I gonna watch another shitty post credit scene? I don't want to. I hate you too. Um, like Madam Web, the only reason I want to see it is because the girl is in you from Euphoria is in it. And honestly, if you haven't seen Euphoria, you should probably like you should probably go watch it. You should probably go watch it. Fashion alert! Fashion alert! You should, you should probably you probably need to like go watch Fashion that. alert! You probably, you, listen, just get past the part where there's like 16 dicks and like it's fine. Like there's it's it's I promise you it's worth it. Um, and then like, listen, I don't, I don't want the spider verse stuff to be delayed, but you know what? Maybe it'll be a good thing. Yeah. Cause honestly, if, if Sony, if you fuck that up, you, you got nothing left, man. You got Tom Holland and honestly, he doesn't even want to be a part of your shit. So, um, I'm done. I, I know, I know I'll let Wendell and Chase go, but I think we could all agree after watching, I know that we have debates on no way home and that's coming later, whatever. Woo! daddy but yeah but but <laughs> here, bring it would, up wouldn't 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 <laughs> sit here and tell me everybody on this panel wouldn't kill for the feiges to be able to actually handle a sinister six let I, him do it I, I i i mean i mean come on it's not even a question come on not even fair that's it come on that's a cheat code let's kick it over let's kick it over to wendell yeah. So mad. Right. Thoughts? Man, I, I'm not even wasting my time on it. I'm gonna tell you right now. <laughs> DC, yo, man, I'm serious. I'm serious. Ezra Miller, you just like the company that you work for. You, you just shit. You garbage. You trash. All right. You had one job. One job. <laughs> Stay out of trouble till your movie comes out. That's all you gotta do. That's all you gotta do. Give me my Batman. Give me my guy. Give me my guy. Vengeance. No, 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 no. <laughs> not that fucking Batman. No. Vengeance. That guy. Vengeance. Oh, that <laughs> That's my guy right there. I miss him. Nah, bro. Vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so so Ezra, Ezra Miller, if you see in this man, that's what you get, bro. Jeez. Ah, oh, it's aggressive. Hope you're watching this, man, because you messed up the whole entire time, man. Yeah. Um, 
this Sony. is the biggest facts ever. Sony should just give it all to Marvel. Let them make yeah, all the movies. Man. I mean, that goes to the Facebook user. That goes without saying, man. That's uh, John Fisher. Johnny John, Fish. All right. Man, listen, they, they, they need to just, yeah, they need to do that. Um, I'm with Abel. Maybe it's a good thing they're delaying it. Um, but it's just another, like, nail in the coffin. that They can't get they shit together either, right? Put out a movie, man. It's animated. Like, what happened? Why, why is it delayed? What's your reasoning behind that? Yeah. It's gonna blow all the shit that you've put out of, out of the water. <laughs> That's the reason, <laughs> for sure. I mean, yo, listen, get your money this year, because I mean, what Morbius that tanked you. Now, what, what you got? What you got left? What you got left? Got no video game coming out. Also, also, we didn't even mention with all these delays. This just means that Spider-Man Two is getting delayed. Oh, don't even do that. To it me. is. It's getting delayed. It's supposed to be 2023. That bitch is getting moved to 2024. Spider-Man. Sure. 2026. You mean? I, I mean, I mean, there's just no, there's no way. There's no way. And I'm disappointed because that was a look forward to. To be honest with you, this this part this part of the news is two sucky ass stories back to back, and you know what? They get an Austin. <laughs> agreed. 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 I'm sorry about everybody who. It, it, hey, man, cover your kids' eyes, man. <laughs> I'm good. Chase, we'll end it off on you, brother. Oh man. Okay. So, so where to begin? Um. So first of all, um, for what 15 years, Leo? Uh, Leo and I both have been bouncers. Yeah. And I can personally tell you that there is a certain label of person that would use a chair to fight a female in a club. Now, I ain't going to say what that is, but I'm quite sure you guys get the vocabulary. Bitch. So at that point, there's not much left to say. Uh, At this point, I don't understand how people that start making millions of dollars have these meltdowns and decided it's okay to go out in public and just do the most dumbest shit there is. Mm. You're going to blow up your career. Um, like, I don't know. I think maybe social media might have an influence in this thing. You know, like people just see everybody else get away with doing nonsense. And now you think you as a celebrity can also get away with nonsense and you can't. Um, so I'm, I'm just done with that whole thing. Like he's a bitch ass for doing what he did. There's no reason to hit a, a chick with a chair unless she's like a Russian pig thrower and she's bigger than you or something. Um, <laughs> you know, it's just absolutely crazy. Absolutely crazy. What? Um, Sony. So I have a theory. So I think that Sony calls themselves trying to keep up with the MCU. So what they do is they create a product after MCU creates a product. And then based on what MCU does next, they withdraw the product so that they can reshoot scenes, rewrite the story so that they can try to keep up. And the problem is, is that they don't know what MCU is going to do because Kevin Fedge is like, yeah, yeah, we're doing that. And then they say, okay, we're going to do this thing over here. And then Kevin Fedge is like, yeah, we're not really doing that. I'm just telling them that. So I think they're trying to keep up with MCU. And it's like, you know, it's, it's like that, that one kid that wants to wear everything you wear. So you tell him that you're going to wear red the next day and you come out with blue. And, you know, he you know, he comes out completely red down like, yeah, we got the same thing on. You come outside and it's just like, go back in the house, go back in the house. I got to change clothes. I, I, 
I imagine Kevin Feige listening to Sony and then be like, oh, okay, and then going back to like like their board and being like, yo, did you just see what they fucking said? Right, they, said they, were, they said they were gonna do what with fucking Craven? Yeah, like, yeah, the fuck? like, <laughs> like, just no way we're gonna fucking do that. Um, we're not gonna do anything close to that. We're not even gonna have our own Craven. We're just gonna you know avoid the whole situation. So I think that um, you know, Madam Web comes out of the Spider-Man story. So I think that they try to write her in thinking that the MCU would pick up on it. Mm -hmm. And MCU is like, yeah, we're not doing Madam Web. <laughs> we're, going over, <laughs> we're going over here. You know, it, it's like that. It's like that friend you have that wants to go every place you want to go, but you never want to take him. So you're going to like Taco Bell and shit. And you tell him, right, you McDonald's? yo, I was that friend, man. Why are you trying to? I was, I don't like you. What I was doing. <laughs> you understand? It was, it was really hard for me in high school. All right? <laughs> you know? So I, I, I think that I think that's what's going on with, with, with Sony and the MCU. I think that they're just like. They're just trying to catch up with the MCU and MCU is just like, yeah, yeah, we, we're going to McDonald's tomorrow, two o'clock. Like we're going to TGIF. Don't tell them. You know, they're like, they're like a uh, shooter McGavin and Happy Gilmore. Oh yeah, the ninth green at nine. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So they're they're uh, they're, they're just they're just uh, you know I, trying to catch up. I, this this is where I'm at now after hearing all this. I'm just gonna let you guys know. You don't think Sony saw how what happened with No Way Home? And now in the back of their mind, they're like, oh, let's just make a new Sinister Six. And then we'll have all three Spider-Men fight our new Sinister Six. But we're not the MCU, so it's going to suck. That's just, where, that's just what it is. That's what yeah. they're trying to do. Yeah. And well, it's, they're, they're trying to play copycat, and it's not going to fucking the, work. The only thing I worry <laughs> is at some point, Sony's going to turn around to Marvel and say, hey, you know we did all this shit for you. What are you really doing for us? And then maybe they're going to do what happened in the, uh, what was it? 2019, 2018 and try and, uh, you know, cock block uh, Tom Holland for coming back. I don't know. It, it, it's a potential and it can happen. Would they be stupid to do it? But it could happen. But Let's the thing is, the worst part about it is we're not getting a Miles Morales. Yeah, not right now. Live action. Live action. That's, right that's now. they're gonna keep him animated across yeah, the Spider Verse, which actually, Good. honestly, might be the best thing to do because really that is the one thing that they, you know, them and yep. DC have managed to do is the animated stuff. Right. Um, why that can't translate to a hot live person movie, I don't know, but you know, just to say if, if all you can do is make burgers, just keep making burgers. I'm I'm fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, who else were we talking about? No, that's hey, it. We, we good, man. We good. Oh, okay. oh, yeah. Now we're at, Oh, uh, does that mean oh. it's time for what I think it's time Oh, for? it's so oh, time. Oh, so oh, oh, it's so, almost so, time. So, shot so first time, of all, man. we're going to do the shot. Yeah. Yeah. All right, fine. Uh, yeah, uh, fuck anyone that's not MCU. Uh. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, Thor Love and Thunder trailer finally releases this past, uh, I believe it was Monday. Bing bong. And boy, oh boy, what a doozy! So, so Aaron, I'm gonna let you pick. Do you want to go first or last? Because you are our, you are, you are a Thor biggest fan. What first or last? Yeah. I mean, you you have a you have a dog named Thor, so I think I do you have like a dog a lot named... too. So I guess I so I guess I should go first then, because uh, you know, I uh, you know I, uh, I I'm gonna try and do this by uh, by mind. First of all, love the teaser. Glad we finally got it mm -hmm. to give us some perspective on what the movie's gonna look like. And um, Taika Waititi is gonna do us right. I mean, listen. We didn't get we didn't get oh, yeah. Gore the, the, uh, the God Butcher, which is fine. Um, you know, they're gonna 
they're gonna save that reveal for either the regular trailer at the end or the movie itself. I don't know. Um, I'm still under the impression he's gonna evolve, but it's a whole another conversation because that toy looked terrible. Um, you know, just going through the trailer, seeing the Guardians of the Galaxy just thrown in our face right away was was awesome. Um, the fact that they're gonna be, they'll probably be in like the first act of the movie, maybe a little less. You know, um, yeah, and then I love Thor's arc of like really trying to figure out who he is for himself. Love that. That's 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 awesome. Um, we're getting we're gonna get a whole bunch of gods that we've never seen before, like Ru Russell Crowe as freaking Zeus. Are you not entertained right now? Like, <laughs> let's let's go. Uh, honestly, if he says, "Are you not entertained?" I'm gonna cry like a baby because <laughs> it's been like 20 years since I I, I heard that like happen mm -hmm. since Gladiator, and I love Gladiator. I'm a big I, I can watch Gladiator all the time, every time, just for that one scene. Um, you know, and then just going through the movie, seeing um, that uh, the, the comic, um, the, the way they appreciate the comics and, and some Got of these it. things, like that one scene with the big, um, I, I forgot his name, the big monster, and him and Korg are just standing there looking at him, and clearly Thal it's probably... Thalagoth the Behemoth. Thalagoth the Behemoth. Uh, they, that was a beautiful O'Day to the to the comics. Um, you know, just I'm just trying to think, um, you know, seeing Valkyrie back, like, uh, and then at the end with where, where Jane just pulls out her freaking like two tickets to the gun show and she just freaking pulls that broken hammer like yo passionate alert that's that's oh. that's what i gotta say oh. but um hey, yeah but, yo. And, and listen i, I call wait, I, last thing i called this 80s uh montage of him working out that's happening it's, it's now happening like and the hat that says strongest adventure god Mwah, like just chef kisses that the, the fact that that was just a teaser and we got what we got I'm, I'm very excited for this movie so um yeah i'm good to go uh let's go to leo yeah this okay i'm gonna start off being a little bit sarcastic don't fuck what? up you gore. <laughs> don't, fuck up gore. <laughs> don't fuck up gore the guy gore the guy butcher please that's the one thing i love the preview we needed it to tease us. And this is what Marvel does. They they keep you right at the edge. <laughs> and then they say, you can go a little bit more. Let's put you on your toes a little bit on the edge. And then they say, okay, I'm going to freaking 300 kick you into this fucking pit of enjoyedness. <laughs> a, a perfect movie montage. Duke it. it. And it was... Incredible! I love the whole scene. I have, I love the whole Zen Thor. I'm here for that. <laughs> I'm here, and I also like the scene where you the where you were sitting by the tree. It also reminded me of Invincible. I was like, okay, and he's all Zen out, and he's getting all back in shape. Even though I love Fat Thor, that was my dude, Bro Thor. And, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Let's hear it one time for the fat boys. <laughs> new, new master, this is Thor. <laughs> yes. Uh, the whole working out scene was great. Valkyrie. <laughs> I don't know about that woman, but she does it for me. Uh, even in a hey. suit. Hey, have you yo. seen uh, Have you seen Westworld? <laughs> you might want to watch Westworld. Yeah, I have yo. seen Westworld. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. Um, continue. Passionate. Uh, him and the twist that this is going to have. That I'm, I have a speculation, but I'm not going to give it yet. I want to wait till the second trailer, but I'll send it in the group chat. And oh, you guys. Oh, now you gotta mm. say it. 
Nah, nah, nah. I got a speculation what's gonna happen. But if it's going by the if they're the the CGI, the graphics, the 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 costumes, fucking chef kisses. (laughs) It looks great. I'm here for it and I can't wait. Yeah. John says say Uh, it. Yo, you gotta say it. Say it. Uh, no he says, "Say it. Give the Do people it. what they give the Do people it. what they want." It has a. I will say it in the next part of this show. Okay. Because it has to do fair. with it. Oh, that's it has fair. to do. Oh, that's I know fair. where you're going with that. Okay. All right. Great. That's All fair. right. Let's okay. let's go to um, Wendell. Well, well. I mean, look. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep the hammer here the whole time. I'm just letting you guys. I mean, know. yo, you hold, <laughs> hold here. the hammer. You are worthy. Hold <laughs> I am it. worthy. Yep. Hold it there. Worthy. Yo, man, listen. This right here, um, yo, Taiki Wakiki, whatever they say his name, man. Yep, you got it. Thank you. <clears throat> All right, from from Ragnarok, coming off of um, Aaron's favorite movie, The Dark World. <laughs> 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 I mean, um, terrible. I mean, what I mean, this guy has put the spin on Thor that it was so needed. Um, he has him as a, he makes you know he makes it funny, but then he has a serious moments. Like I could see that to be like throughout this trailer, like yo, know, you got Thor rocking a top knot, sitting down meditating, <laughs> like you know, like some little samurai dude. But I mean, you know, he's getting himself together. Like I love what may possibly happen. Like. That whole I'm done being a hero. Yeah, my man is going out to party. You see him spit up on the little pirate. Yo, a little pirate chick. Hey yo. Hey yo. Yo. My man is rocking the boat pulled by the goat. He is doing it. I got storm uh, stormbreaker just sitting there, opening up the bifrost. He just tripped. I'm I am so in for this. Battle change, baby. Yo, if you still using a rope. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> you need to go get some chains that like hold the anchor for a ship and start getting it on. Thor just raised the level, man. This is my guy. I, I, I mean, look, I love Thor. This Thor, like you know, mm-hmm. Thor in the first movie, he was it was good to see him. Thor in the first Avengers, great to have him there. Mm-hmm. But this type of Thor, this yeah. is the Thor I like. Like Chris Hemsworth is killing it. Like his. The, the, the delivery of his lines are on point, and he—I I, just—I love—I love watching this guy. So we're not even going to talk about Jane Foster yet because you know, whoo, that's Yo, my little girl. Padme up in here, freaking that's doing bicep curls. What up? That is a girl right there. <laughs> all right, um, let's. Three, I'm all in for Tessa Thompson, man. All in for that. Oh. Um, but yeah, this is going to be fantastic. And I and I said it before, him. And Peter Quill, like those two together, they they're gonna deliver lines that are gonna just like have the whole audience in the theater rolling at, at some point in time. So yep. give me thought, yo, give it to me right now. Like <laughs> I wanna I wanna go watch Multiverse of Madness and then like go into another theater and watch Thor because that's what I need to do. Yeah, so I think, I'm all in for it, baby. I, I think we need a dance off between uh, Chris Pratt and uh, and Thor. We need a we need a dance off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a it's a dance off for leadership. <laughs> I like it. Another. I love it. All right, let's go to Chase. Oh, uh, okay. So, first of all, 
Thor has always been one of my favorites. Um, I like Thor for the mythology piece. I've always liked mythology. So the, the, I love exploring Asgard, seeing, you know, the different trolls and giants and all of that. So um, I've been a little bit bored with Thor <laughs> because, you know, they're going through this whole transformation where he's fat Thor and, you know, he's having these emotional problems and all of that. Um, but this movie looks interesting, to say the least. Um, Russell Crowe is going to definitely bring it. It's going to yeah. bring something great to the to the screen. Yep. Um, you know, I love where it's going, and I think that in the end we'll all love it because Thor seems to be going through a transformation. Um, so you know, if you look where he started, now where he is, and where they're going with the trailer, um, we're going to end up with a product that's going to be great. It's a way for them to bring in Jane Foster, obviously. Um, so I think that's going to be that's going to be dope. So. I'm gonna sit and wait and whatnot, but I, I'm I'm like I'm kind of bored. Like I loved, you know, I, I love Asgard. I like to just and let's go visit, let's go beat up somebody. Like Thor for me is like the Hulk. I want to see him smash stuff. I want him to like you know throw down light in. I want to see Millionaire just you know clear the land. That's what I'm here for, you know. So you know all of these you know sideway drama stories with him you know i don't want to fight anymore like i don't want to hear that crap gratuitous violence you know what i'm about gratuitous <laughs> violence you know um but we'll see we'll see we'll give it you know we're gonna give it a chance it, it looks it looks like a great movie so we'll see I guess we're ending. We're, I guess we're ending off with me. Yep, huh? and and we're gonna start it like this. Uh, Derek out here so pumped, and I know. Well, I know Aaron well, is too. Well, that's good because Derek is my vibe right now. Um, <laughs> I, I I got the hammer, bro. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I just, it, it, Aaron, just, it is what it is. Two minute warning. Want you to bring the thunder. Bring it. Uh -oh. Let me let me just hit one of these real quick. You know, <laughs> I just listen. Um, I wrote that. You guys know me. I've, I've said it on this podcast. These guys know me. I love Thor. Thor is my guy. I have a man crush on him. I've said it multiple times. It's fine. I'm about it. It is what it is. I wrote down. I went back and I looked it. I watched the trailer, I think, 15 times at this point. That's where I'm at. I also went and I looked up some stuff that I missed. I wrote it all down. We're going to go through it together. You ready? Hey, yo. 80s, 80s montage. I'm about it. The hat. The 80s, 80s montage with the strongest Avenger hat. I'm here for it. I want Let's it go. immediately. Um, broken Mjolnir. How does Lady Thor get it? How does oh. Mighty Thor get it? Can't wait to find out. Jane, I want to know how you got the hammer. I want to know how you fixed it, girl. I'm here. Gun show. I'm here for it. Let's go. Let's get it. <laughs> no gore sighting in the trailer. We knew that was no, going to happen. No, no Christian Pale. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I said Christian Pale. Uh, first of all, his name is Powder in this movie, so let's just make sure we get no it right. no Christian Pale, no dip don't no dipped powder donut. All right, okay. <laughs> I hope I hope that's because Marvel's fixing a lot of what we all saw. That's my hope is that we haven't seen it yet, right? I'm gonna say that. I think after watching the trailer a couple times, I think the Guardians are only gonna be in the movie for the first 15, 20 minutes. I don't think they play a big role in the movie. Yeah. I just don't. I think they play a minor role. Thor decides he want he needs to go off on his own and figure out stuff. Gets away from them, and that's where we get this movie coming from. So I think we only see the Guardians for a little bit. But I love the Peter Quill and Thor and you know Chris Hemsworth Thor dynamic. I think that that'll be entertaining for the first couple minutes of the movie. Um, Zeus Russell Crowe. We've all said it. I can't wait. I think he's going to do a great job uh, as the the. I think it's considered the leader of the gods, right? Are you not entertained? Yeah, I agree. I agree. 
Um, Ooh, that's an interesting take. We mentioned. Ooh. Oh, maybe, maybe Zeus, Zeus fixes, fixes it. it. Interesting. What interesting. I didn't think about that, but that's that's, that's, really a, that's a hot good. take. Um, we mentioned the comic book lore. Uh, Thalagoth the Behemoth. Thalagoth the Behemoth getting killed by Gore is obviously what's going to happen. That's directly from the comics. I can't wait. I I, I can't wait to see how that plays out. Because in the I think in the comics that's one of Thor's close friends. He's going to warn him and he finds him dead. Mm -hmm. uh, so that that's definitely going to be interesting. I don't know if you guys caught this, but I went back and I watched. I'm not gonna lie, I, I can't give credit because I can't remember which video because I watched like 50 of them. But there was a scene where you saw Thor. Marvel's notorious for this. You, you guys know this, right? Mm -hmm. Marvel's notorious for giving us scenes where they they give us something in the trailer and it looks like there's somebody cut out or missing, right? Right, we, yep. they do that a lot, right? In all the movies, yep. Yep. there was one where you saw Thor, and then you Korg. saw Korg, and yep. then there was a spot to the left, right? Uh -huh. Hear, hear me it. out. Hear me Say out. Say it. Say Bay it right now. Beta Ray Bill. Yeah, I think Beta Ray yeah. Bill's in this movie. Yo, honestly, I think Beta Ray Bill's in this movie. And I'm gonna go a step further. They're they're gonna do Thor core. I yeah, think they're I, th I think Thor so. Core. I think so. I think so. Yep. And if it is, I'm gonna nerdgasm everywhere. That's where it's at. That's where it's at. That's where it's at for me. I, I'll lose it. That's it. I'll, I'll be. I'm gonna be in the theater in my fat Thor costume, just like this, with a beer, saying another. <laughs> That's me. That's where I'm at. Um, I love the use of different costumes that we saw just in this in this trailer alone. We saw Thor in three different costumes so far. I think we're not done seeing Thor costumes, which I think is cool. All those are from the comics, from what I understand. I'm in. Yeah. I'm here for it. Yep. One of the cool other things that I met, that I saw was. I don't know if you guys saw this, but on that ship, um, the ship where cocktails he's traveling, he has dreams. the cocktail sign, <laughs> yeah. and the cocktail sign is directly from Tom Cruise cocktail. That is such a badass move. <laughs> I was like, I was like, yes, I'm, I'm here, I'm here for that. Um, I'm here that is the MCU. I'm 100, 100. I'm telling you, Leo's very happy about Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> I took, I took so much away from this movie, but the biggest thing I think, like, might, might beat me to the punch. I think Beta Ray Bill is in this movie, and I think they're hiding him from us. Mm, and if that's the case, this is going to be on another. This is going to like I love Ragnarok. I love Ragnarok. It's it's a mm -hmm. fantastic movie for me. Might not be for everybody. Fantastic movie to me. This is going to be next level Ragnarok in my opinion. Right. It's going to take it a step further. More characters, more story arc. I think I hope to Chase's point also. I want more action Thor. I hope there is more fighting. I think we got a lot of fighting in Ragnarok or a decent amount. That was good. I would like to see more. Um, but I'm just, I'm super excited. I love Chris Hemsworth. I'm so glad that this movie is coming out this year because right after Doctor Strange, I cannot, it'll be two of lo the longest months for me ever waiting for this movie to come out. Look, I can't I'll wait. tell you this. Beta Ray Bill's statue face he was a champion. He was in Ragnarok. He was in Ragnarok. They've hinted at him for a long time. They've hinted yeah. at him for a long time. Oh, yeah. So yes, I, I, I think when I saw that scene and I saw Thor and Korg, I said, there's somebody missing and they wouldn't take out Jane Foster because nope. she was already in the trailer. Yo. So there, I was like, they're missing someone else. So and I funny. was like, I don't know who it is. But <laughs> they really have, they really have been hitting, hinting Beta Ray Bill for a while. So in Endgame, when uh, Gamora and Nebula are fighting that like race of people, those are those are Beta Ray Bills like race of people. Right. I don't know. 100%. Yeah. So like they've been teasing us forever, and like right. I, I feel like they would miss an opportunity to not give us Beta Ray Bill. And like I said, Thorcore. I feel like Thorcore Thor is coming to Thor to like deal with that. Yeah. I really do. Yep. I, I can't right. wait. I can't wait.
All right. So uh, to end the episode, we are going to go into uh, Moon Knight. But before we do, obviously, it's shot time. I'm going to finish this big ass shot. I Everybody. Everybody. Um, all right. So here are my thoughts, guys. I'm going to um, I have a lot of notes here. So um, I'll, I'll take us through the episode and then maybe we all just go around after that and give some takes or something like that. Is everyone cool with that? I think we can do sure. that, right? All right. Sure. All right. So episode four, um, what a mind fuck. Uh, just to throw it out there. The end of this show was um, was pretty crazy. Um, so I'm going to start from the beginning, kind of try and go in order and, and see how we do here. So, um, you know, just starting off with uh, that guy putting um, Kanchu on a wall with like nine other gods. Uh, mm -hmm. This guy is this guy's evil. Um, I don't know what's going on with him and some of the other gods. There's there's definitely another uh, plot at play that we're probably going to learn about in the next episode or two, but this guy's, this guy's messed up. Um, and then we, we go right. We literally start right back where the last episode ended off with, um, uh, them in the, uh, the desert. And, um, I don't know if you guys noticed, but there was a little scarab kind of like flying off the sun, off the, uh, the sand before we get to Layla and Mark, mm -hmm. they keep, they keep teasing us with the scarab thing, um, which I'm going to get to a little bit later, but you know, obviously we start off with, uh, uh, Layla and according to my notes, notes here, I have an emoji with a uh, tongue sticking out and it just says passionate. So, um, Layla, <laughs> uh, if, if you're hearing this, I love you. Um, uh, so, you know, she, she does her thing with the, the guys that come with the truck, you know, throws a flare in, you know, explodes the truck. Mark just stands there after, uh, I'm sorry, Steven just stands there after, and then they get in the truck, they drive away and then they're talking for a little while. And I, I love this dig that she gives. Um, apparently the, the suit was Mark's best feature. Uh, that was some emotional damage right there. And then, oh, and then, and then, and then, and then Mark's like, and then, and then Mark's like just screaming in the mirror, like, give me the body, give me the body. Like he wants to get in there and just freaking like let her have it. So so, um, you know, as they're um, uh, as they go, as they keep driving, they stop, they, they, they find the dig site and they're um, they're walking through. I don't know if you guys saw, but um, if you look closely, I was actually in this movie. So they're walking through and they actually see uh, a goat on top of uh, a rock. The greatest of all time. That was me. Um, just wanted to throw that out there. Um, <laughs> Uh, so they so they come up on the dig site, and this is where we get to the um, the Indiana Jones slash mummy of the uh, of the series that everyone's been talking about. Which listen, I thought this episode was great, um, you know. And uh, you know, they get into the tent. I love the the mirror effects that they do. Um, it's just something we haven't seen in the MCU. Every time Mark and Steven have a conversation with each other, and like you see the reflection talking back, it's just a cool thing that I like. Um, so, you know, then they're, they're talking and, you know, uh, for some reason, Layla goes in for that, that kiss. And then out of nowhere, Steven's just like, Oh, by the way, uh, you know, Mark, Mark thinks Conchie's going to take over your body. If, uh, if it's not Mark, <laughs> like it was the most, it was such an awkward, like it was just a good acting moment. Like uh, the fact that he could just literally become like two different people soon to probably be three um, is just amazing. And then like Steven just goes in for that awkward kiss. And it was just like, it was painful. <laughs> It, it, it looked like it hurt her so much like it was just really funny so and then and then steven just uh, uh mark just coming in for a second and just like clocking him in the face was freaking hysterical the way they just played that off was just awesome so you know they get in the tomb you know um you know they they're uh he, he draws the eye of horror as they figure out it's a tongue and everything which uh side note uh if if you ever are uh hanging out with a woman that starts talking about the eye of horror or the third eye and they got a pyramid with an eye somewhere tattooed on them don't talk to them they're they're dangerous women uh you don't like that it's just something it trust me it's something you don't want um but you know i had to throw that in there um 
So, you know, they they go down the, the hallway and then the, mur the the mummy servant comes out, which I know I know Leo loved this part because this mummy servant just threw this guy on the table and started freaking taking out his guts. Like he just he just said, I'm a mummify you. So rest in peace, uh, Harrow's fake cop. Um, he just starts to take out his guts and then and then there's just blood everywhere. So I know I know Leo somewhere was crying inside. Yes. Blood. Yep. So then, so then they get split up, and then, um, you know, uh, Layla is uh, doing that whole Indiana Jones, like I don't want to fall into this pit thing, and then she gets pulled in by the whatever the mummy was, which was awesome. Um, mm. I loved, I loved that scene for some reason. It just seemed really creepy. Like whatever, they get into a fight, she figures it out. Um, oh God, where am I? Uh, so then, uh, Steven finds the tomb, figures out it's Alexander the Great, which is, you know, kind of cool little, like, you yeah. know, nod to, you know, the history of all of it. Um, and then, and then out of nowhere, here comes Harrow again, this whole show, for some reason, Harrow just comes out of nowhere, no matter where it is. Like he's just there. He's there to, to be a part of the moment. And then, um, you know, tries to convince Layla about her father and Mark being a part of it. Uh, you know, calling her my little scarab again. Here we go with the scarab. Uh, there's, there's definitely, there's definitely something there. Um, oh, oh, I'll, I'll tell you what's there. Oh, I know what's there because I'm oh, getting you know to that. There? Oh, okay, I, yeah, know, I, oh I know what's there. Yeah, um, it's coming. Oh, it's coming. So then, coming. Um, so then, Stephen literally has to go into poor Alexander the Great's mouth and pull out a freaking little statue. And uh, so, you know, Harrow gets in Layla's mind and. And while they're in the tomb, here comes Layla, you know, a woman scorned, clearly, because now she thinks that uh, he had something to do with his death. Mark comes out, tries to get him out. And what happens? Guys come in. Mark gets shot. It's messed up. Uh, so uh, the, the quote that um, that Harrow says, too, is a, is a big thing, too. I can't help you if you don't want to help yourself. Shoots him twice. He's down. And then all of a sudden. Here comes the mind F, right? We're all of the sudden watching some corny ass Tomb Raider type thing. And then the kid turns to him and says, uh, oh, you you're Dr. Stephen Grant. And then you you pan away from the TV and then and then we go Jeff Lemire. Right. Like, I'm pretty sure this has had a lot to do with the Jeff Lemire run, um, you know, him being in the hospital questioning you know what's going on and you know is this real is this fake whatever it is um i i love this scene i thought it was very interesting like i thought it was gonna be like oh i already know what this is gonna be but you know you sit there and you think like is this real is this fake but we we, we probably know where it's going right so just to give you an idea on how much information they put into this right so the people that were in the um in the room right so you got the gold statue guy her uh his boss at the museum uh, the guy who the black guy who worked for with uh, Anton, uh, the, the museum guy when they um, when they went in the field, uh, the guy playing with a Rubik's Cube, just a little O'Day to him messing around with the Rubik's Cube. The two fake cops were there. Um, there was a woman drawing Conchu's head. Mark's been drugged and restrained. Here comes Layla stealing his bingo card uh, messed up. Uh, uh, the Moon Knight doll, um, you know, trying to call out to Steven in the reflection restrained to the wheelchair like all of it it's just like the the attention to detail that was taken in that scene alone is just ridiculous there's probably even more in there that i missed um and then um and then we turn to uh you know dr harrow sitting there telling mark about himself and you just look around the room there's gyps and stuff everywhere and then um you know again uh harrow says i can't help uh i can't help you if you don't want to help yourself and it triggers mark he, um, you know, he gets out of the room, fights with the two, the two guards, and then he finds Steven. 
I loved, I loved the interaction with him and Steven. Um, just them two, <laughs> just talking to each other. How did you get here? What happened? What's the last thing you remember? Da, da, da. And then they run out into the hallway. And, and by the way, before he even finds Steven, um, the fact that the lights were moving the way they were and mm-hmm. like the furniture was moving, I'm going to get to that because I think that's a thing. Um, and then, um, you know, they're, they're running through and you, you see the third coffin. Mm-hmm. That third coffin is Jack Lockley. Let's just be really honest about it. The third personality is coming out next week, I think. Um, yeah, uh, Jake Lockley. Excuse Jake. me, Jake Lockley. Yeah, and then um, and then they run into the hippo goddess Tarouette, and <laughs> the, the scream at the end, like like Steven screaming like a little girl, was the funniest thing to me. I don't know why. It just it was just hysterical. So now it turns into like what what comes next. Um, so I've heard a couple of things that I like, and, and obviously like like I said after this, you guys can uh, kind of go and give your thoughts. But um, you know the the whole lamps moving and everything. So uh, are they on a ship? So. There was an Egyptian thing, uh, I believe it's called the Boat of uh, Anubis. Uh, Anubis was a god that, um, that uh, I guess, uh, uh, judges uh, right before you go into the afterlife. So that might be a thing. Maybe they're on that boat, kind of ready to be judged. Um, I-, I think they didn't just introduce Tarouette for nothing. You know, she's the god of, a goddess, I think, of uh, fertility and, uh, and, and something else, like bringing people back from, from the dead. So I think she's going to play a role. Um, your personality number three, Jack Lockley's coming. Um, and I think, and I think not only is he coming, but I think in episode six, they're going to let him take over. And I think he's going to go completely. Yeah. He's, he's going he's to go. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He's, I think he's going to go nuts on everyone. And I think the next episode is going to be very flashback heavy, very like, uh, the, th- the, the personalities coming together to work together. And I think it's, I think it's going to all lead to episode six and I think it's going to go nuts. The only thing, uh, and then also Layla. So I think they're setting up Layla to be the uh, the Scarlet Scarab. For sure. Um, I, yeah, like I just, uh, yeah, like sure. honestly, it, it might even be a situation where Tarouette, uh becomes, you know, the avatar, like Layla becomes her she, avatar or something like that or whatever it is. She, um, I don't know, I don't know if you noticed, she had in the scene where they went to the 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 the, the mental whatever the mental institution, the yeah, whatever she had it was, the thing on her. She had finger, a she had yeah. a thing on her pinky mm-hmm. that was a red scarab, right. and I was like. She's gonna be the Scarlet Scarab, like right. <laughs> I was like, "There's no way she's not." Like, of course, I saw that, and I was like, uh, "But I didn't know anything about Scarlet Scarab until I actually went back and yep. did research and saw that that was like a Marvel character who had, you know, like a lot of ties into different right. parts of Marvel." So I was like, "Oh, yep, that's cool. Like, that's gonna be a cool time." And and you know, I'm not trying to say it like this, but Marvel's mm-hmm. obviously trying to give us more female protagonists. They yep. they've been doing it for a while now. Yep. They're they're you know. There's a there's a lot of strong female characters in the MCU now. They keep introducing them, so mm-hmm. it's something that they're pushing. Woke, so it's baby. it's obvious. Yep, and, and um, it's cool. It's cool. I'm here for it. Yep. Yeah. So I think um, I, so I have two other things. Um, the only thing I worry about is this show is at the end of it. I think people are gonna be. I don't know if it's disappointed is the word, but the fact that we didn't get enough Moon Knight in the suit. I don't know. It depends on what Possibly. happens on the next episode and the one before. I, I don't know. But also, I do think that uh, Lockley is going to have his own suit. I think he's going to get, really? like, I I mean, listen, you have to think about it. Technically, Steven has his own suit. Mark mm. has his own suit. Like, maybe this guy gets his own suit, and maybe mm. it's a little bit more comic accurate than the white suit. I actually think they'll do, like, the whole, they'll put the black in the hood. Like, you know, they'll they'll... They're gonna. I think. I don't know. They're gonna. I think they're gonna mix it up a bit. I think he's gonna have his own suit. I don't know. I could be wrong, but um, uh, that's really all I got. So um, 
yeah, so that's like the episode as a whole. So I guess we will uh, let's go to round, Chase. Round table let's go to Ch- yeah, let's round table it. Chase, what do we got? Yeah, right. Okay, so um, for me, like this is kind of what I'm here for. Um, the one reason that I kind of got hooked up with Moon Knight when it first came out was begin that the you know the whole Egyptian mythology. Like I'm I'm here for all of that. You start talking about you know you know all the tombs and the I'm here for that. Um, so the the uh, the servant, as you put it, is actually a um, a, a sort of uh, prime minister. Or, uh, uh, so when you died, these guys prepared the body. So mm-hmm. when you see him put him on the table, what he's doing is what they would normally do to mummify you. So they literally go inside, clean all the guts out. They take this big hook, stick it up your nose, and they scramble your brain, and then pull that out. And then, you know, they mummify you and all of the pieces goes into the, the little jars that later's looking at on the floor that are all bloody. Um, so I love this. I love this. This like the best part of this entire episode because they're like chasing them. Um, and then on top of that, the mummy's using echolocation to try to Ooh. find them, which I love. I'm like, okay, that's why you keep hearing that. So he's actually using echolocation like a bat would in order to find out what's you know what's what. Um, I'm, I, I agree. I think that uh, you know the new personality is going to have his own suit. Um, I think that it's going to be heavy battle ready compared to the other two suits yep. and whatnot because it's growing and, and each each suit is about um, the it matches the personality of the person that's that's wearing it. That's why Steve's suit is just more of a, a dress suit. It's not battle ready. Mm-hmm. Um, so now this whole thing with uh, with Mark knowing, I, I have a question. So we understand that the personalities and, and normal split personalities are, are contained in the mind. But what I'm thinking when Dr. Howard shoots Mark, um, what happens to the other personalities at this point? Because do they live in his head or are yeah. they all separate spirits within the body? No, they, they all share the same space. So whatever, whatever, whoever's in charge, whatever that person's experiencing, they all are experiencing it. So it's not like, you know, because technically what they're saying is the reason why um, Stephen didn't really know about what Mark did is because Mark did what he did when Stephen was asleep. Right. So if you if, if Steve is in control and Steven goes to sleep, then he is out of consciousness. So now Mark can take over, wake up the body and take it out and go do what he needs to do. Then come back, put on the little bracelet, lay back down and then let him wake up. But that's why Steven's always tired, because his body is continuously moving throughout, uh, you know, the night or whatever. Same vessel. Understand right. that. So yep. so my question at, at that point is, again, if that becomes the case, if the body is injured to the point of, of fatality, uh, where does the two, where does the other spirits live at that point, or or, or are they stuck? Uh, you know, where 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 does that go? Um, especially considering the fact that Kanchu is now in this little statue, and <laughs> he can't really help. Um, but it's curious to see where where where, the, where that yeah. goes or whatever have you. I think for me, I'm gonna just take some time to go back all the way to the beginning because for me this is this is something that you have to kind of binge watch um because then you can kind of scoop it all up you know mm-hmm. 
Um, you know, an hour here, an hour there, you get little things. But I think once you start, go back to the beginning and just binge watch the whole thing, um, I think that a lot more becomes evident and whatnot. So that's that's definitely what I'm going to do for it. But I, I I thought it was good. Um, it's, it's it's going in good places, and uh, you know, we'll see. Yeah. Nice, um, nice. All right, so uh, we're we're gonna welcome uh, from Speak On a Comics, Charles. Charles, how we doing, man? What's going hey, on? Hey, what's, what's going on? on? <laughs> all right, all right. So Charles, we uh, we just kind of went through like a full synopsis of uh, the Moon Knight episode. Just give us uh, give us your thoughts, man. What are you thinking? How did you like it? Yeah, I, I really think that this is gonna. Um, it was it was really it was really interesting because I think that this is where he's gonna have the mental breakdown. Yep. Um, and I do think that the it's almost like he's in almost like a, a purgatory in his mind. You know, I think that the, the mind knows how to protect itself. And I think that's what it's doing. That's why it has him to kind of go into that space where you start to see everybody that he knows in this, this one space. It almost seems like, almost like there was a story one time um, they did, um, I believe with Batman, where they said that he was in an asylum and everything that happened was really, just in his mind he wasn't really batman there was a, never really a joker it was all in his mind so i think that they're kind of of having that type of situation with with mark where it's it's almost like it's playing like as if these people maybe he was always in this asylum and he imagined all this you know so i think yeah, marvel is kind of playing with us a little bit you know, sort of like with Total Recall. Remember that movie from Arnold yeah. mm-hmm. uh, That's one of my favorites. Damn it, Hagen gives it people uh, air. Give it people air. Gives him some air. That's three hands. It was a show called Legion on Fox. Yeah. That, that 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 part reminded me of the Legion series and whatnot because it was similar. In, yeah. Uh, yeah. It did have a lot of similarities, but I thought that it was interesting that they even, I knew what was coming. I just didn't know when, because they did a, Mm. I mean, Jeff Lemire and Smallwood, they really did a great story arc with the whole mental, you know, mental patient, him being in a a mental asylum and how they was, it was all about how the story was basically about how um, mental illness patients are being treated. You know, it was really about that type of, of, uh, you know, storytelling. And it added um, uh, Mark Spector in that story. But it's supposed to kind of uh, be sort of like his own mental breakdown, you know. And so it's interesting that they're kind of played this at this point because we only got two more, what, two more episodes. So it's going to be interesting to see where they go from here. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm I'm excited. I thought that they did a, a, a good job. I understand where people can get a little bit like, what the heck is going on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah Especially yeah, when yeah. the hippo shows up at the end. I was like, <laughs> Yep. Was Yo, like, and, and like she she had like the high hi, hi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm in. I'm in. Whatever they're yeah. doing, I am so in. So I, yeah. I, I enjoyed it. I loved it. I loved awesome. it, but you. But what you said, Chase. I think I'm gonna do too. When this is all said and done, I'm gonna I'm rewatch, rewatch him all you, you in a to. row. Yeah. Might have yeah. to for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that continuity of the story is just gonna help connect a lot of dots because yep. you know it's like you're just missing little pieces here, and he's like, "Oh, I didn't see that before. I didn't catch that before." So yeah, yeah. yeah. And and also, I think that people. Um, I, I, again, I think it was uh, Abel was saying a lot of people are going to be a little bit confused because 
this is a show where you kind of have to think a little bit. Mm-hmm. You have to know a little bit about Egyptian lore and yeah. you know, mythology. And, and so a lot of these different things that are happening are going to go over people's heads. Um, but that's why we have this show so that we can educate you. Can educate you. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you'll know what you're looking at. Yeah. yeah this, I, I think this is the thinker episode, right? This is that, this is that episode that sets you up. For this grand finale that's going to take place, right? Yeah, every one of the yeah. shows, ha- yeah, every yeah. show has had it thus far, yeah. right? They get to that point before they blow your mind. You have to get into a, a thinking episode, give you a little bit more deeper into um into the lore of everything. Yep. Right. Like, I mean, like I believe that this whole mental institute thing is all in his head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, although I could also think it's perpetuated by Harrow to try to mess him up. Yep. But I think this is all just him in his head because him yeah. and Steven are now sharing the same space. So now mm-hmm. they're all just, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, right. I, I just think it's tricky. I love it. I think it was great. Um, I'm good with a um, an action break. I mean, we don't have much action, but I mean, I'm good with the action break to get us deep into it. But um, it's just like, yo, strap in, hold on, because five and six, you know, five is going to give you more of this part. But I think the second half of five, is going to start with the action business. And yeah. Six oh, yeah, yeah. Wild. And then yeah. at the end, it's going to start with the business. Um, didn't get enough of Moon Knight in the suit. And I think that's on purpose. Right? I think, yeah. I, I think it's on purpose. It seems um, like it, yeah. Think about the shows we've had prior to Moon Knight, right? Moon Knight's the first show that's introducing a new character. Every other show were established people from the MCU movie life mm-hmm. that now transition mm-hmm. to the small screen. They've always said that Disney Plus and these shows are going to bounce back and forth between small screen and big screen. So now we're getting introduced to Moon Knight here. Yeah. And I'll start the conversation because you know what? I think mid is a big screen thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. they're just showing you who Moon Knight is right now, and you're gonna get the full taste of this dude when it hits the screen. And of course, my guy Blaze is on. Well, I say Blaze, but I want, <laughs> yeah, I want, I want Danny Catch, but you know, they gonna go with Blaze. Midnight Suns. I, I, I was, I was, I was about to say, how about them casting Elsa Bloodstone's character? Oh yeah. So now, oh my God. Yo, so <laughs> let's let let's go to Aaron. Aaron, talk to us yo, about. The casting and talk to us about how you felt about Moon Knight. Let's go. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, honestly, I I love this episode. I think like everybody said, this was the episode that was messing and messed with my mind a little. I was like, now I don't know what's real and what's not. Like I don't know if the if the if the if the the the, the psych the psych ward the mental institution whatever Are is real, mean? or if it or if like the, what's what he what originally was real. So like that kind of messed with me a little bit. Um, I'm glad you mentioned the Scarlet Scarab. Uh, that stuck out to me a lot. I know I mentioned it before. Uh, as soon as I saw the bandage, I was like, I knew there were hints, but I was like, okay, like she's going to be the Scarlet Scarab. But I was like, okay. And then I did some research and that led me into like, oh, who is the Scarlet Scarab? And saw that it's a, you know, that character is a big part of Marvel. So that'll be cool moving forward. Cause, um, Very passionate about Layla. Yeah, yeah. More The more Layla, the better. You know what I mean? Like that works for everybody, you know? Um, I also liked, I, I think one of the things that we, I mean, it's kind of a minor part, but to me it kind of stood out. Uh, when they were in the actual, um, like the the tombs themselves, there was like a lot of Indiana Jones ish yeah. type of stuff going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they did yeah. a lot of like tie ins to that almost, where like Layla had to like 
jump that gap and stuff like that. And there were like things where I was like, oh, that's very like Indiana Jones ish. I was like, oh, it's pretty cool. That they kind of did it that way. Like mm-hmm. I can kind of see why they, they, they went that route. Um, you know, all in all, like you guys said, I think this is obviously leading up to it, it's a mind. It's kind of a mind uh, twist, so to speak, to kind of prep us for the last two episodes. But again, at this point now, we're four episodes in. I do think to everybody else's point, you know, we're, we're kind of we're only getting like a taste of Moon Knight during the six series event. And then we're going to get like a lot more because with all the rumors going on, Werewolf by Night, little Elsa Bloodstone, hey, little, yo. you know, little Blade, little hey, you know, yo. I'm, I'm like, Marvel's just like they're giving us these little what's that meme? You know, that that's that dude, that little salt sprinkle. They're giving us like, yeah, they're giving us the like, <laughs> hey, yo, we're, we're just going to we're just going to drop Midnight Suns at you a little piece at a time. Piece and then time. once it once it comes, you're going to be like, whoa, what the, what the hell? Slap you in the face with yeah, the gonna... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But it, it's cool. I, I honestly Midnight Suns would probably be like, my, I would probably go as crazy for that as I do for Thor, just to be honest. Yeah. With you. Um, that's that's it. crazy. Um, I forgot who. What's the name of the who's the person they they casted supposedly? Um, I don't I can't know her uh, name. I know the woman's from the, name. From the Never. I'll get it. I'll get it. I'll get it. I'll get it. It's like Lauren. Uh, Laura Donnelly. There it is. Laura Donnelly. Laura there Donnelly. Is. Yep. I just remember seeing a picture and saying, "Hey, yo." Yeah, hey, she yo. she was apparently <laughs> uh, she was apparently cast to be in the in the Werewolf by Night series, the the yeah, the, the Marvel the, the Marvel Halloween special, special? Halloween, yeah. Halloween special that's gonna come out. Nice. Um, so. As soon as I saw that, I was like, "They're just, they're just giving us Midnight Suns full bore. Like that's just, it is what it is. I, I mean, the last piece that we're really missing here is the the Ghost Rider, uh, <laughs> <laughs> which is also going to blow everybody's mind whenever it happens. Love it. I, I think we talked about it early in the episode. I think it's going to be uh, what's his name Norman from Walking Reedus. Dead, Norman Reedus from the I'll Walking Dead. I'll take I think it, it is. Yeah, I'll right. take that. Last but not least, we're going to end with Leo because I feel like Leo has a lot to say. Go ahead, Leo. <laughs> okay. Uh, the last Moon Knight episode uh, four was great. Okay, couple, of, couple of little hints. Um, when um, in episode three, when they uh, they're doing that whole knife fighting thing, mm-hmm. and he kills the guy, and he asks his Mark, "Was that you?" And he asks his Steven, "Is that you?" That was Jack. Yeah, it was. Yeah. That was Jake. Yeah. Jake. Yeah, was. That, was, that was Jake. That yeah. was Jake. Oh, sorry, Take a shot. Jake. You you got his name wrong. Take a shot. <laughs> Jake the Snake. No, I'm just kidding. Jake. Yeah, that was it. So when they all, when they're with the whole thing with Moon Knight, you have to know a little bit about history. And what Marvel does, it tries to teach you a little bit of history without boring you to death. The whole thing with Alexander the Great. That is a actual yeah. true story that he followed. He was the voice of I forgot the God's name. Amit. 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 He was the voice of Amit. He brought the religion into uh, into Greece, and he also was buried. He wanted to be buried as an Egyptian because he conquered so much, and he took and he ruled so much. He wanted to be recognized as an Egyptian, and to this day, they still can't find his tomb. Since they moved it from Greece, but even Grant found it. The the only thing, only thing about it is, um, historically, it was said that um, they originally said that they they burnt his body. Yes, because they, they thought so much about it in in Alexandria, and then right. from there it was reburied again 
and then no one could ever find the spot. So that's the only thing. So if they had burned him and then reburied him, he wouldn't be in the tomb. That was the only yeah. thing I didn't. I was like, yeah. But that's, but that's also been notified as hearsay. Well, since they yeah. took him out of Alexandria, since all the war, because since when he died, he left such a great fortune that all his king, all his uh, people, all his generals and everything fought so much for the body that they were having a civil war over it because yeah. he was so That's powerful crazy. and so great and everybody was fighting the first thing after the after his last breath they had a, almost had a war just because of his body because they wanted to send him back to greece and they sent him back to greece and then they brought him and he wanted to be buried in his specific rules in his last will, will and testament one of the first will and testaments that you ever know he wanted to be recognized as an egyptian so that's why i think it's more more history but that's you know, here there you know, here or there but the way that they did the episode is having a man in his in his in his in his chest is because he was the voice of it and also him being the voice of it and once you get mummified they take out your your voice box yeah, is one of the larynx, right yeah yeah they take, they take out your larynx and put it in one of the tubes because you don't need to talk into in once you cross over or if you're being uh, a dd and all the dds that they had inside i want to know inside when after they did uh uh what's his name god moon knight after they put him into the stone, they trapped him in stone. I want to know all the other gods and what did they do. That's what left me like, yep. holy shit, there's nine other ones. I don't want to know not, what the fuck happened not, to them. Dude, that's what I'm saying. This guy, this guy's evil, man. Like, he's taking no, he's gods a god. and like, I don't... He's a guy. You know what, though? They, they, the humans they, betrayed have, they have a whole nother objective that we don't know about, I'm telling mm -hmm. you. Yeah. Like, yeah, how does Harrow? How does Harrow get to walk into the tomb and talk to this guy and then they just invited talk to him. and just be like, "Yeah, Harrow got that." Yeah, but Harrow throughout this whole show has been coming and going as he pleases, and that I'm telling you, there's something weird there. Yeah, something yeah, weird. yeah, I agree. There, there's there there one of the one of the gods that that's on that committee mm -hmm. is is uh is is is, is helping. Right. But yo, who's the who was the woman that um that had a relationship with Kanchu? Because uh, I felt very passionate about her. I feel like she's gonna come into play. I feel like she's gonna come into play. The and, goddess um, of uh, song and love. Yeah. Oh yeah, my god. Hey yo, it's it's honestly yeah. between it's it's between her, uh, Layla, and uh, whoever asked that girl out to the steak date on uh, episode one. Like uh, I haven't decided. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give you guys my final recap hey, at the yo. end of the series, but yeah, at the end of the season finale. Hey, but, yeah, I just hey yo, exactly. Hey, yeah, yo. So everything that's been going on, it's it's so great for a history. I, I love history and I love learning little snippets of Egyptian lore and all this other that's stuff. Really cool. And with and with Moon Knight and Kanchu, it's it's such a battle that he's trying to protect Layla, and the way that they're tying everything in, it's great. And we had enough violence in this. For I had a, I have my fill of blood in this episode, especially when he took this axe and told him, "Okay, I'll give up." Yo, and then, axe. as soon <laughs> and he as just soon yanked, as... he just yanked somebody <laughs> right in the middle of the face. Yeah, that, that Yo, as that's soon, my thing. As soon as I saw that axe come out, I'm like, Leo is freaking uh, having a day right now. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, you're gonna shake somebody, and I'm gonna love it." I was I was I was excited about those mummies when they popped up. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was cool. you know I it had me uh, with the mummy vibes because I was like Brendan Fraser, where are you, bro? You know yeah. where are you, Brendan? Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> but the snippet that I have and the theory that I have 
it's it's gonna be very controversial. Because... All right, now listen, you gotta hit us with it. You we've been waiting <laughs> no, for this. We've the been whole waiting time. for it. I know you yeah. wanted to. Uh, I, I'm I'm gonna have my theory about your theory. Uh, you're gonna loop Thor in with uh, what's going on on Moon Knight. It's with possible the go- with the I see, gods. I see this. I see. This. Oh, we saw it happening. Yeah, so I see this. Like, l- let's loop us in. Okay, so in uh, Kanshu, he gets his he gets out. It's, he gets out. This would be very big spoilers if it does happen. He gets out. He tells Mark. Mark helps him get out. Jake or Jack, whatever the fuck his name is. He gets out. They let him out. He takes control of the body. He beats the shit out of of Doctor Strange. Gets his powers. He mollywomps Thor and the God Butcher at the same time. Hey yo, what? What? In the comic, this actually happens in the comic. I don't know about all that happening in the MCU though. Uh, it's, it's hey, hard. Thor has to end, and so does Doctor Strange. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie to you. Though. I told you it's controversial. This is what happened in the. No, I, hey, I hear you. <laughs> I, hear yeah. I just. I, I, I just. Your favorite guy, but no, no. I just honestly, I don't think that this is the end of Thor. No. No, be- because no, because maybe, you'll because, maybe be- get maybe maybe get another one or two movies. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. But see, here's my thing, and this is why I was asking earlier about where the other consciousness lived. When Conchu knew that he was going to be encased in stone, he told Stephen to tell Mark to get right. him out. Tell Mark yeah. to get him out. Yeah, right? and he him out, yeah. and then Jake, take, and Jake takes over. Mark just got shot and supposedly killed. Yeah. So if if so, this is what I'm saying about where the other consciousness live. If something happens to the body, because technically the agreement is between Kanchu and Mark. So right. if they two have the agreement, and that means that only Mark actually knows how to release Kanchu. Right. So right. now Mark, Mark knows how to release Kanchu, but if he lays Jake, because we all saw Jake in the in the tomb shaking yep. the fucking coffins and sarcophagus, because yep. they don't want to let him out, because that is just that is just pure right. mayhem. But there was also uh, uh, um, some speculation going around that we've already seen Jake. There's a couple of scenes where he, like um, he's wearing like a black hat and like mm-hmm. talking and like a weird Chicago type accent, like where like. Mm-hmm. It's no, just I different. So, like, we haven't seen Jake completely. We haven't not, seen. No, Jake. listen. I we haven't no. seen Jake in the suit yet. And Jake, but like, and Jake in the suit. I think, is I think they got a State Farm commercial. But you know what though? <laughs> <laughs> but here, but here's Red the thing. Like, Jackie. like I want to know like how much Kanchu knows about Jake, and has Kanchu just been hiding Jake from them the whole time, or does he no. really not understand when, Jake? When Kanchu, That's what I, I don't think, know, right? I think when Kanchu wants to get shit done right, he takes he lets Jake out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, because I, I, I'm <laughs> understanding maybe. that the, the agreements between him and Mark. But remember, yeah. when Steve took over, Conchu didn't say, "Well, who the hell is this?" He said, "Oh, he said, no, oh my God, the idiots, <laughs> the, the idiots here." We also got we also got the desert scene with the biggest some bitches ever in the hey, ever world in the, in the workers in, Mark, in, Mark, in, the, in the world record. Mark, the man turned back. Steven actually turned back. The sky, the night sky. So that's yeah. what I'm saying. Kanchu, <laughs> we got yeah. we got Kanchu with all this power, and he's hiding Jake from these two guys because uh, he knows. Well, maybe he's hiding. Kanchu, Kanchu's yeah, definitely he's hiding, hiding something. He's hiding Jake from them. 
yeah. He's hiding Jake from them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Not know about Jake at all. Yeah, but not to know about Jake because he wants to get shit done his way, and his way is gratuitous violence, which I am here, which I am here for. Because once he said, because once Mark and Steven said, you didn't do that, and you didn't do that, I was like, Jake, you knew, you knew right there. Jake from State Farm, baby. Oh no! Listen, uh, listen. I I had I had this speculation since like the first couple episodes where uh, they started calling him Scotty. I'm like, bitch's name ain't Scotty. There's another personality here somewhere. Fuck this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he was just disrespectful, man. I think he was just disrespectful. Oh uh, yeah. I, I think he saw. I, think he saw I don't know, man. Uh, I, I would think the majority of us have done security here, and uh, I don't. I don't feel like we would be disrespectful like that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I've seen Leo a couple of times. I don't. I mean, hey, yeah. yo. Hey, yo. I'm the nicest person you ever meet. The yeah. fuck you are. Yeah. <laughs> the next morning. No, no, listen. I, I, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it real right now. Charles is probably the nicest guy on this podcast. He has nothing, he has yeah. nothing bad to say what, about what anything. About. Let me let me just say that's my brother. Uh, don't let that smile fool you. <laughs> oh, listen. Oh, oh listen. Yeah. Listen. I I know when he can go dark side. I understand that. But he's still a nice guy until he doesn't have to be. I understand that too. <laughs> I'm like, uh, what's yeah. you call it, Patrick Swayze in um in Roadhouse. Do not be nice. There you go. All but right. yeah, but with the whole with wrapping this the whole Moon Knight thing out, it's. It's it's gonna be a great great show, and which if we do get the Midnight Suns, or if they decide to hey, the MCU blowing up everything, they have two options. With the comic book side, you have another 10, 15, 10 or fifteen episodes or movies. If they want to destroy the whole MCU and have everybody on this head, because a bigger god than Moon Knight. In the MCU, a, a better villain than that than Kanchu and Jake. I I get goosebumps just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> it would be interesting to see if there's someone else pulling the pulling the, string the strings behind Harold. Yeah, for sure, yeah. no, that, that would be interesting. There yeah, definitely dude, is it, that, that 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 his his staff is supposed to be um, a drop of amidst blood. Yep. Yeah. But, yep. Uh, the question is, if they don't know where Amit is buried, then who, how did, who, who did he get the blood from? Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, so, so somebody that's a god gave him the blood to use in his staff. Right. Exactly. Somebody else is pulling the strings. Oh yes. yeah. So we're in for a very yeah great ride, and once again, Marvel is fucking. Is about to Sparta kick us right into the fucking glorious pit. Uh, <laughs> yep, they're, they're about to fuck us right in the puss. Yes. All right. I don't know. Ladies if you could say and that. gentlemen. Uh, yes, the fuck I can. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for hanging out with us for oh. Man Cave 101 podcast episode six. Episode. I think Leo just froze, and that's kind of funny. Could we all oh, just yeah. like acknowledge wow. that for a second? All right. Um, so, so please, uh, from all of us, uh, me, uh, Aaron, Wendell, Leo, Chase, from Speak on a Car uh, Comics, Charles, and from Thor, who's 
<laughs> missed me all night. Um, <laughs> please, uh, if you would like to join our uh, giveaway, uh, follow our YouTube channel, Man Cave Podcast 101. Like, comment, and subscribe. We will announce the winner on Sunday. And we are going to get you guys a uh, a comic book of our choosing. Ooh. Ooh, I don't know what that means, but oh yeah, which reminds me, I gotta go make my print my fake profile. I want to win that comic. Hey yo, win that. <laughs> hey, yo. And like I said, if I could just get this whole picture of uh, the Riddler with uh, this whole uh, question mark thing made by Aaron uh, Jacobs. Aaron Jacobs. Uh, Aaron cover Jacobs. artist. Uh, I would love. Hold that. up, I might have the cover for you guys. I might give you a sneak peek. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I feel like we should hide it. I think we gotta hide it. Hide, uh, hide it. Yeah, hide it, hide it, hide it. Facebook user that's asking about the the uh, the joints that they posted in the in the in the uh, in the podcast group. Um, yo, the the, the pictures are yo, fish, fire. Yo, that's John Fisher. Absolutely fire, dude. Those pictures are awesome, and keep them coming. hundred percent. Yeah, keep them coming for sure. Yeah, yeah. 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 I really like that man. That if was you need awesome. space in your house, you can just send them to mine. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for real. Those are really, <laughs> All right. really yeah. good, man. All right, and ladies and gentlemen. And I'm gonna give you a little sneak peek. To see what you guys think. Oh boy. It's gonna be quick. Oh, hey yo, drop it. Oh, drop it. Fear, that, that was more it. than that a sneak peek. That was enough. <laughs> okay, was hold enough. on. I got almost finished. Almost finished making my fake profile. One second. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ladies and gentlemen, like I said, this has been Man Cave 101 Podcast. Please follow us on Facebook, YouTube, like, comment, and subscribe to join the contest. As always, we give you our nerdy uh, advice, details, and uh, opinions on everything you want to hear. Please join us every Thursday, 8 p.m., or whenever we decide to go live. Because honestly, <laughs> if you don't join us, you're missing out. Uh, so from uh, me, Thor, Aaron, Wendell, Chase, Charles, and Leo, good night. Thanks. Good night, good night. Good night guys. She got a smile that it seems to be Reminds me of childhood memories When everything was as fresh as a bright blue sky <laughs> Flat. You're so flat. <laughs> whoa, 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 sweet child of mine. Oh my God.